This program contains adult content. Is there a God? A big atheist. Really? What, am I an idiot? Come on. That yes, it would be nice if you could throw your sins and your responsibilities on someone else. But it's not true. It looks like far-left lunacy. I don't believe that it's true that religion is moral or ethical. You don't need to follow anybody! It's not human intelligence! If someone doesn't value logical consistency, what logical argument are you going to give them that will demonstrate that they should? Welcome to the Godless Revolution. Today is Tuesday, January 15th. I am Dan Ellis. I'm Matt Mitchell. I'm Ryan Duffy. Oh, the whole crew's here. Yeah. No. I'm feeling better this week. Are you? Yeah. You sound better. You don't Whoa. sound as congested. Yeah, because my kid is my kid's feeling better. Yeah. So is my wife. So yeah. everything's good at home. <laughs> How long have you had that mustache? Oh, I just came in last week. I got some uh, uh, Rogaine to spread it on the lips and... I like it. I, like, I, I, figured, I like how it curls up at yeah, the ends. I loved yours so much. I just yep. figured, wow. Yeah. How long did Matt say that he's been growing his beard last Wait, week? Wait, what? Who? <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, a couple of weeks ago, so Matt is not in studio with us again this evening because he is still ill. I could have confused them all night. I hope he gets feeling better. I, I think yeah. you're solidly he's Minnesota. A while. <laughs> it's, it's, he's been sick for a while. So Mr. <clears throat> Kevin Newman is sitting in this evening. Hi there. How you doing, man? Pretty pretty good. How are you? Um, super awesome. Working for free is <laughs> fucking cool as fuck. Yeah, you know, I, I'm in a sim- I'm similarly not getting paid by the government, so <laughs> I do feel your pain. I get it. Um, yeah, uh, that's that's not a smart ass remark. <laughs> it's been pretty awesome. But how? So when Matt was here a couple weeks ago, he said he's been growing his beard for. I can't like longer than you. Like he's been growing a his while? since you had yours shaved off, and yours is already longer mm-hmm. than his. Yeah, it's. I can't remember how long he said. It. I think he said like a year or yeah. something. But but like my mustache, I haven't trimmed my mustache in a year and a half, mm-hmm. and I think it just stopped growing. Oh yeah, dude. I just mine just continues to grow. It just if I can't, yeah, I can't not trim it because yeah. it just goes and goes and goes. I mean, granted, my comb it straight down. It does go over my bottom lip. Yeah. Straight up walrus, but <laughs> uh, there's much in the news this week. Oh yeah, the 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 thing, that, of course, that is concerning me most is the continuing shutdown of parts of our government. It's not Trump's uh, relationship with Russia. Well, that is. I mean, that was just. <laughs> we've been dealing that with that for a couple of years. True. Now. I mean that, but of course, the FBI has there. There was a leaked bit of information from the FBI that they had apparently started an investigation into Mr. Trump. Yeah. Because they felt that perhaps he was uh, an asset. An, an asset of the yeah. Russian government, Shares. either wittingly or unwittingly. Yeah. That with as fucking stupid as he is, I don't know which it would be necessarily. Well, I, I mean, for, even if he was sure, even if he was like for sure being paid or had you know, there was compromise on him, and so he was a puppet of the Russian government. Like, he would still be unwitting either way, <laughs> because well, well, he's just he, that fucking stupid. He is absolutely an unwit at times an unwitting uh asset. Like he can't not be. He he he's absolutely uh acting in a way which makes the Russians seem come come from a position of power. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, he he just seems to love Vladimir Putin, and he's doing everything that he can to prop up Russia as this 
great stabilizing force yeah. in the world, and they're just not. I mean, he, he wants his his you know knee jerk thing about pulling out of Syria yeah. that benefits nobody but Russia, that Putin and, and Bashar al-Assad. Yeah. That I mean, there's there's no good. I mean, that's why fucking that's why he has people resigning yeah. their positions in his administration because he just decides well. You know, Vladdy called me the what? other day and really uh, said that, you know, <coughs> he wants Syria to himself. He doesn't want us uh, involved there anymore. So. What? I, I guess what would we actually do in Syria, though? Like, not what we're doing, but what what do the people want? Is is just cutting and running. I, I know it's not a great idea. I know that people will get hurt, but people are getting hurt now. Well. Well, and that's the, that's the weird thing about it too, right? Is because he he announced that uh, yeah. ISIS has been defeated, so we'll leave Russia to defeat ISIS. Yeah, like, what I think I think he actually said like Russia and, <laughs> and and Erdogan and Egypt to help take care of it. It's like, well, if they're defeated, there's no one needs to take care of anything. Yeah, but the truth is they're not fucking defeated. Yeah. So at a certain point, it it it, it made sense theoretically to get this entangled in the middle east mm. it there there were smart people like really smart people well well read uh just just smart people got us involved in, in a place where for the reasons they got us involved are no longer applicable or no longer not no longer necessary i i i see no reason to stay any place that isn't strategic for us any longer uh, and st- Syria is not a strategic necessity. I I guess I can see your point in part of that. Um, I, I think a big portion of that is that the, a lot of the Syrian people would like us to remain because we are a stabilizing force there. And are, Russia will be and as well. Are, and are keeping people. No. Well, uh, Russia's on the side of Assad who wants to just wipe out all kinds of people who, you know, Assad has no qualms about using until, chemical weapons on his own people. Okay. So the thing is, I agree. Assad is, is shit. He's, 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 he's got to be guy. up there among the, the people of our generation who's killed the most people willfully. That's super bad. Hmm. Turns out nobody gives a shit. So we're not going to kill him. Other than the people that he's killing and murdering. Yes. He's only killing them because we're threatening to kill him. I don't. So we don't follow through on that. I don't think that logic follows. Like, I don't think that if we were. If he's not in a a place of threat, he's not just going to kill people. He's killing his enemies. He's killing the family of his enemies. He's making strategic moves to maintain power in a in in his in his position. That seems weird to me. Like that's like that's that's almost like well, you know, if he wants to be a bully, we should just let him be a bully. No, I say we should any, kill him. Any, any I say if we're in yeah. Syria and we care about those people, I care about those people. Yeah, I've served in the military, and I would rather serve in a liberation army that wipes out uh, Assad. But uh, that's not the world we live in. The world we live in is we don't care enough to kill him. So why don't we stop killing people there? Hmm. Um, Money. (laughs) No, if we're not there, we're not we're not losing ours. We're not losing theirs. They can do whatever they whatever they feel like they need to do. If they're not unhappy, if they're not happy with their government, like we've. What are 
nobody knows the right answer. We we clearly haven't made the right answer in previous engagements. Who who the fuck thinks they're going to make the right answer this time? I think get the fuck out and then provide humanitarian effort whenever we can to soothe their conscience. Well, do we think that anybody in the current administration is going to provide no. any humanitarian aid there, though? No. I mean, even, even if we're not yeah, there militarily, you know are what? we going to be you know, providing that kind of aid for the people there? Yeah. We're not going to be taking in refugees, can, that's for can, sure. We can uh, get the EU uh, all, well, all have, riled up and they can, like, they can help out. <laughs> have you been paying attention to what's been going on over there today? <laughs> Apparently, well, <laughs> there's going to be a Brexit with no fucking plan for Brexit now. Uh, yeah, that's a weird one. But it's maybe not going to go through. There, maybe I, not. Somebody, I think somebody the floated hope. the idea that it's not unreasonable to have another public referendum to undo the first yeah. one. Well, yeah. Well, and that's just it. Like, it's a choice, right? Like, they, they don't have to leave. They don't have to actually go through yeah. a Brexit. They don't. They don't have to do it. Yeah. It's well, that the people fact, voted for well, the, the, it, but now most people are like, "Well, that was a pretty terrible thing. Maybe we should just not." It's kind of like they do here in Utah, where yeah. the people vote on something and they do the exact opposite. <laughs> but the, the pro- so uh, this is not everybody's having the same argument though. So like, so you're you're speaking as somebody that's not not hearing your side of the story, and somebody's doing the same to you. Yeah, it, it's just because like so for the state of Utah, just because. Uh, they allowed for a public funding to have an option where the people speak their mind. They don't have a, uh, a law on the books that says that's binding. There is no law on the book that says the people get to run the county or the state because that would be dumb. Hmm. The people as a whole ought not. Well, run that's the why state. you elect representatives. Exactly. Right. So Utahns, Utahns for as. Shitty as I suspect sometimes their motives are, they play by the rules. For the yeah, 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 they are very much rule abiders. Yeah. They are the kind of people who can maneuver drinking Coca-Cola instead of coffee and make have it make sense <laughs> to them. Okay. They're that yeah. good, but they follow the fucking rules. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. And but that's just it, like the, the the problem there is that we have uh, a large demographic of people who belong to one particular religion who then decide that well that you know my 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 religious leaders are telling me something different than what I'm hearing from everybody else and they're my religious <laughs> leaders they're not my coworkers friends family members okay they're the people who are determining my my ultimate eternal destiny versus this you know doormat Right. Before and the afterlife. So this part comes into the uh the, the social contract. This is the buy in phase. Hmm. Uh so and we all do it to different degrees. Um so so for you and I, I, I know for I'm I'm gonna speak for you and you tell me if at any point uh it's wrong. Okay. Um yes, you're, you're Okay. Um, I was waiting for that. At some point in your in your development in your in your uh, adulthood, where you started paying attention to news, Hmm. um, you uh, uh, would first just uh, read something from what you would assume is a legit newspaper, and that would be like as good of information as any. Like that was, it ought to be trusted. It's in the news. It's, it's, right. it's not Basically. fake news. This right, is real, because it wasn't, real news. it wasn't the uh, 
uh, it wasn't tabloid. It was the Salt Lake Tribune. It was uh, the New York Times. It was a paper. Hmm. Um, and then more life happened, more life experience, Internet and hoaxes and things. Like, oh, I haven't been paying enough attention about some of the things that I think I know. Hmm. And now you pay great attention to where your information comes from. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh yeah, I do. For right. Sure. Yeah. And so you have a select crew who, if they say something, you're going to take it at face value because you trust them. There are a few, well, gosh, I don't even know that I would say that, that there's anybody who could say something to me and I would just go, yo, okay. No, no, no. I no, think no, I, no, I, no, think no, I, no, 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 no. Your hackles aren't raised because you've already agreed that you trust this person's insight. Sure. Okay. So but, now they say something hmm. that is in line with what you think. It's not outrageous. It didn't cause you to question thing. This hmm. is just a new thing that happened, and hmm. it was delivered in a very similar way. So you you trust this person? Uh, initially, yes, but I still – I mean, even the people that I trust, I make sure that I check it through multiple sources to see – yeah, are they are they giving me the full information or is this accurate or is this something that the information they're providing okay. me is accurate but it's only okay. part of the story okay so it, even that we're having that, that I'm getting uh this much difficulty uh getting uh a, a concurrence out of you this is this actually helps my point um you've actually graduated to the next step where you're even more incredulous that if you can't go to source material, you're not interested in validating somebody else's argument. You want source material. So right. that's that's actually, yeah. I think, a step up. Okay. Okay. Um, I would think that many religious people who are doing well in their in their lives, things are falling into places. They have no they have no, no overarching they concerns. They have no really. concern to get even to that point where they want to read the news. Hmm. They don't, they have, let alone get to the point where they want to source their news and they're way behind wanting to get to source material. So they have not had that experience that, that taught them that they were wrong, that they ought to do something more thoroughly. They just, they have no reason to. And so their leaders are generally and have every reason to be the people that when they say something, that when they say something, I got no reason to say, listen. I'm busy being a, a full-time dad. I work concrete, uh, you know, six days out of seven. I got no time off. And then the seventh day, I got church. church and then I got and, five yeah. kids. And you know what? I haven't. Do you think when I get home, I watch Hannity? I don't know. I watch like what, what How I Met Your Mother or something. Wind down with the kids. Like something <laughs> fucking hilarious and stupid. America's funniest home videos. Right. Yeah. And so when the day of rest comes around, somebody says something. They're like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, they haven't they they haven't yet learned that there are people in their lives not to be trusted. Yeah, well, and that they can't just trust everybody blindly, especially on social media. Well, and it's a shortcut. It's a it's a hack. It's like DTA, man. Don't trust anybody. <laughs> yeah. That's well, they got but on. I mean, especially with the Mormon religion, you're they're taught not to uh uh, or or they're they're taught to trust that person. Like, hey. I am a source. I am correct. Don't go against me because I tell you it's true and sure. don't doubt me. I am an authority. Yeah. yeah. Well, there – that, again, um, at a certain age, you, you ought to think you could grow, you could outgrow that. Um, but, again, 
the child never reached a point where they thought they needed to outgrow whether dad knew best or mm. God knows best. Mm. They, they've always been in that role and their fathers before they them. They need an authoritarian they figure. Need, yeah. Exactly. And they've never gotten to a, a challenge in their life where, oh, I might need to do this on my own. You know why they've never had that is because they've had family and they've had church who have always helped them. Yeah. It's, they're not, oh, anyway, so, um, so <laughs> Dawkins has this big thing about, um, uh, uh, about young children listening to their parents. Like that needs to be like built in, in, in case of danger. Like, so yeah. I, I can only imagine how many babies did or didn't die leading up to like, shh, you know, that's, uh. That's a hard lesson to learn. I don't know. <laughs> but the, babies need to listen to their parents. That is a thing that needs to happen. Yeah. And I, saw, I saw that episode of MASH. It didn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> that was, oh, that was that was the most horrible it episode. Wasn't, it wasn't a baby. It was a chicken. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, in his uh, memory, it was a chicken. Then he, then he unlocks that memory and goes, oh, shit. She smothered the baby oh, so yeah. that they wouldn't know we were in the bus. Yes, exactly. Yes. Because so, they're all, they're all lives. Speaking, you know, that gene, that didn't go away with the cavemen. That was something that theoretically happened in the Korean War. You know, yeah. that's that's just yesterday. Mm -hmm. It's not, we're not, we don't know what's happening tomorrow. Let's stop acting like we do. <laughs> <laughs> well, so you had, you had sent us in a couple of email messages that I want to revisit here. Uh, because I even mentioned on one of the shows that, yes, I saw your email messages and we'll get to them eventually. And now you're here. So we can All talk right, about them here. So, well, okay. Uh, so the problem is, I mean, well, I'm, I'm happy to talk about it. Um, I guess my brain's just gone on from then. <laughs> <laughs> and so now I'm, I'm coming back at a second time around. So the things that I might've said then versus now may have changed. Completely. Well, well, and that's fine. You can, you can correct yourself if you okay. like Okay. To. So the first email that you sent in says, I've been thinking a lot about social contracts being the most charitable to religion, steel man argument. What is the purpose of religion from a group survival or evolutionary perspective? Is the overall point that religion exists on such a wide cross-culture spectrum the fact that each society needs a social contract? If nothing else, this person is in my tribe and they pull their weight. Is religion just a social contract and the supernatural stuff was just the detritus of the lack of understanding about the, about the reality in which each civilization found themselves? Assuming that this line of thinking is on the right track, what can we learn about or implement for reasonable people to agree with? Is it as simple as implementing a new social contract or buy-in? Anywho, feel free to run with this. Feel free to respond and engage. Feel free to disregard. Uh, I, I yeah, I just thought you disregarded that part. Um, <laughs> okay, so, uh, I I I I was thinking. So this was just before the election. Yeah. So October twenty sixth, twenty eighteen. So it was just before, uh, and and I was very frightened that uh not only um were the democrats not going to win the house uh back they were going to like lose even more seats hmm. um so that was a fear that i had and i had spent some time thinking about how on earth could we how how have we gotten to this point how is an obvious bad thing being overlooking, being overlooked. Is it religion? Is it, uh, 
buy-in? Is it ignorance? And and I'm and I started to think, okay, I have to try to put myself in uh, a Trump supporter shoes. Not to say that they're a Trump supporter in that they uh, believe in him, but that they are a Republican and they will fight to the end. Like, like they, they're, they're hooked up to this horse and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm just trying to think I've hitched my wagon to this party well, and that's there, it. There you go. Yeah. Um, so I, I was thinking about how, how could I steal man any of these arguments? How could I steal just, just getting to, uh, the, the root cause of how it could have ended up like this. Um, and where we have like, like what, where, what ended up like, well, like where we have Trump as president, where we have Trump and... as president, where we have, um, every single Republican that, and, and feel free to name one that, that hasn't, uh, uh, well, let's just say that every single Republican, uh, has found a way to justify some bullshit. Oh sure. Well, I think people do and, that on both but, sides. Uh, well, <laughs> absolutely. But yeah. at a point where inside they're 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 wishing they like they know it's bad. Hmm. They know it's bad. They wish that they had picked. They they wish that they had have stood up a lot sooner. Uh, but they didn't know that what was happening. I think for well, I I don't think there's any one simple answer to any of that. I think that I think it's a multitude of things. I think. We've seen the dumbing down of the populace yeah. for the last few decades yeah. where well, it, yeah. education just, is, is horrifically underfunded, so, where skepticism is viewed as as heresy, basically, where authority is the thing to be trusted, where religion is the thing to be trusted. What I got down to was that um, it's it, that whole notion of uh, good old boys club. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's a misnomer. It's a good old community club. It's a country club. It's it's one. It is. It, it's not just for the boys. It's it's for people in a group and their family and friends. It's a um. It's kind of like we're throwing our lot in together. That whole uh, hitching your wagon up to that. You know, mm. um, this group of people who is knowingly following the wrong guy. They know it. And yet they still choose, but they to. still won't admit. But they, it, yeah. No, it, it doesn't even matter if they admit it or not. They still choose to. I think that that shows how big a deal, uh, what you're willing to do or believe, uh, for a cause for your, for your people. Well, and you know, several different people refer to it just generically as tribalism, where you've decided these people, I, I identify with these people. These are my people That's it. and I will do what I can to protect them. So it, it's ironic to me that same people that hitch up to uh, Trump are sometimes, they're a... They're an often overlapping circle with the same people who'd kick out their son or daughter for being uh, oh, yeah. gay. Yeah, the Venn, the Venn diagram <laughs> the Venn, of, yeah. of shitty people, <laughs> shitty well, people who voted for Trump, shitty people who would kick out their kid. I mean, those are almost completely yeah. overlapping on the Venn diagram. It's, yeah. it's the same as an article we're probably going to get to here sometime tonight uh, about the Muslim guy in Texas who they're trying to kick out of office. And he's a Republican. And the other Republicans, because 
he doesn't have the right R at the end of his name. And Wait a minute. You don't, you don't love Jesus? Yeah. That's what, I'm like, he's got an R there, but not the right R, not the right religion. And he's brown. <laughs> so in the Republican tribe, you are a white Christian male. That's the Republican tribe. Well, this guy that is in, our identity. I, I yeah. think what I think. So if I could speak for, um, I don't know, conservative Republicans, uh, the, 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 the people who say that they're not racist, but they just hate brown people no. and black people well, and Jews well, and that. homosexuals. The, okay. So how about this? Um, if, you were to have uh, see a picture of somebody you found attractive. Um, you're you were to have certain thoughts, right? They're going to come up. They're going to pass through your brain. Can't control it. And you just behave as if nothing happened, and you go about your business. That's fine, right? Hmm. Um, let's say. Um, I kind of lost my train of thought there. Um, <laughs> are, are you trying to go with like people's personal biases against yes. other groups? So so. People tend to identify with how they grew up. Hmm. People tend to identify certain ways. Um, that is just inherent. It just is. That, that is a fact we have to deal with. Hmm. Um, when you show predominantly people who are predominantly white in a neighborhood, you show them a picture of a of a, of a black man. It's uh, you know is this is this initially good or bad? It's almost it's it's very often bad and these aren't all racist people it's that person's not from around here mm -hmm. it, so we have to identify that that is an actual stranger danger that is an actual feeling that people have yeah and the legal things is that some of the the, the right uh they want to be able to pick their communities that is their fundamental thing. And until we can iron out how to legally say, like, listen, this is the community. People want to live where they want to live. And you know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the thing is, is that can that not be any group? And can that not be several neighborhoods with it? You know, like New York City. Has you know Chinatown, Little Italy, yeah, the Greek, all, all you know, the they've got all the different areas for all the different people, but it's it's all New York, hmm. and you know they 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 can come together as well as any group, but they know where they're comfortable. Yeah, people self-select, and or if you come from the wrong area, if if you don't use the right language on how you self-select, how how you. Uh, do the things that you like with the people you like, pe with the people you know. Uh, if, if you don't say that the right way, it's going to sound prejudice. And there's... Well, I, it, it doesn't just sound or it is. I mean, it is. It is a prejudice. Well, like, it, it is and it isn't. So, so what is the natural part where the instinct says, this is somebody I know, so I feel good, and this is somebody I don't know, so I feel bad? Like that's how do you you can't legislate that, but we all know. Hang on, just one second. Okay. I, I need to deal with a tiny dog. Here. Sure. Hang on. <laughs> Hi, this is Dr. Hector Garcia, author of Alpha God, and you are listening to Godless Revolution. I blame Tribulation Trump because he's a demon. 
If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, criticisms, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGR Podcast. Thank you! Okay. Tiny dog situation dealt with. Okay. She's a, real, she's a little fucking escape artist, man. Was it Sophie? She, yeah, she just wants to come uh, and bark outside the door for some reason. Anyway. Um, so anyway, like, we should know that we have these built into our DNA. They're, they're just there, and, and we shouldn't pretend like they're not there. You know, we, we shouldn't pretend to not know the things that we know. So okay. it, we it's know that... Recognizing your biases. Exactly. Knowing... If we know that there are pre, pre-built, like, built-in biases, why don't we use that information? And, okay, so, listen, these bunch of assholes over here, they want to do their own thing. Um, does, does anybody want to fight about this? What? No. You know, no, 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 I, you think, know, you, I you, mean, I guess well, you're saying you that people... Like, so, yeah. so if somebody wants to uh, have their own group, we should ask the society, like, does anybody, like, care? Like, should we fight? These these assholes want to be alone. Uh, should we just let them? A- at what point yeah. do, like, what? I mean, that sounds like what Richard Spencer was trying to say, saying, hey, I we want don't hate black people. Yeah. We'll just give all the black people these states. They can live there no, and no, all the no, white no, people no, no, can no, live no, that's here. Not, that's not what I'm <laughs> saying. I'm saying everybody stays right where they're at right now. Everybody is, is where they are. And then some asshole says, hey, I just bought 30 acres in Montana. Do you white people want to join me? I, like, can we just say, fine, man. A do, guy do did that. You want. Well, just, I, I think that happens. I mean, that's, well, so, it, it so, happened. Yeah. Why can't why? What do you mean it happened? Him? There was uh, they did a whole documentary on the guy. The guy moved in to this small town in Montana. Was, was it Montana or South Dakota? Or Who, Idaho. No, or, no, it wasn't Idaho. <laughs> One of those South but, uh, Canadian so states. He started. Okay, so. He started buying uh, the houses up, the, the yeah. abandoned homes, and, and fixing them up. Yeah. But the thing was, he was recruiting white supremacists to move to that town and, and move into the homes. Okay, so that's that's all very shitty. Yeah. Uh, what I'm saying is, let let the groups self-select. So if somebody plants a flag in a state and says, "Hey, I want to get uh, people like me in this area," so if you'd like to move to this area. I'll, you know, move around where I'm at and you'll be number two. Um, and then slowly but surely, people work themselves out into whatever groups they want to, you know, be in. Okay. Are you saying that so doesn't I'm happen saying, now? No, or? I am saying that Republicans are made to feel bad for feeling so they, they know that they want to be next to like the people that they grew up with. Mm-hmm. They don't want strangers moving to town. And they feel like they should feel bad for feeling that way. Well, it's like I people, don't, no, I, people I here in Utah. They, I think they're saying that I don't feel bad for feeling this way. And you, people who are telling me that I should feel bad, are just fucking wrong. Well, it's like how many times have you heard someone here in Utah complain all Utah's problems on all those liberals from California fucking moving here? Yeah. I think that is uh, that is nationwide. Californians are taking over everywhere. <laughs> but they're not the there's, cause there's, of all your there's, problems. There's not a group that I haven't been in that hasn't complained about Californians taking over. Goddamn Californians. Their, their, their real estate prices went yeah. way up and then they sell their houses and move somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. And... But you're talking about like people's prejudices. And I sure. remember uh, a few – had been about three, four years ago. There was – Discovery Channel was doing this whole series and there was one – there was ones on like – is it physically possible for a human to live forever? 
Like, this is how, like, new technology that's coming out for these different things. And they did one whole show all on prejudice, saying, are people prejudiced? Does it cross lines? Whatever. And for one of their tests they did with people. Everybody's a little bit racist. They are. But this was the weird thing they found out when they were doing the, the test. Um, so everyone, there was, there was actual law enforcement and there were regular civilians. They had equal members of each race come in and do the test. But on the screen, it was either a white man or a black man. So you were given one of two things would happen. The person you would yell at the screen, be the video, the guy would turn around, he would have a gun or you want to have a gun. And you had to make the decision. Is he a bad guy or a good guy? And you shoot more often than not, they would shoot the black guy way faster than they would shoot the white guy with or without the gun. And if I remember correctly, that was even black people who were black, even even the black people that were participating were shooting the black man that was unarmed over the white man. That was unarmed or when they're armed, if they both had a gun, they would take longer to shoot the white man than they would to shoot the black man. Yeah. And they're kind of showing like yeah. even people of the black community have a little bit of prejudice against black people well, to they, act quicker. And they, the, the than, thing that will de- determine uh, is at what age they uh, hit where they could recognize like skin color, skin like their you know, whatever they're around You're after, after a certain yeah. age, you know, you can, you can bring up a kid of any, uh, color in, in any other group. And cause they don't necessarily see themselves. Like they're going to identify what just as well with that, uh, white figure or black figure, uh, res- respectively. Uh, so that it's not a, that all races are always prejudiced against the black, uh, figure. It's that, if you are are brought up in a certain way, you're more likely to uh, favor one or the other. Yeah, but but even the people in the test didn't even know that they were doing that. They figured they were treating both the subjects on the on the screen equally. Mm-hmm. But when they show the test of showing, hey, this is how long it took you to draw your gun on the black man versus drawing your gun and actually firing it. No, so, and it was it was cops and civilians that never right. That don't but that's, do that, that that test doesn't tell you much. Um, so if uh, I guess it just shows the well, action. No, no, hang on. So I am. Uh, let's say I'm in a defensive place, and, or maybe I'm a I'm a I'm a cop, and they say uh, shoot the next or the the next red car. You know, well you're gonna know that car well dan won't but you're gonna know (laughs) that that car is red sooner than uh like you know between certain colors uh red is more easily to stand out than white yeah so red is more you know if it's a blue car coming you know it's not red you know so just because it's basically the equivalent of having longer to discern that information the black guy is not in my neighborhood i live in like a, a pretty much white neighborhood i know that's not Normal. But I mean, this even happens. Your brain just does that. Not just in that test, but real world. Like the only the one that pops in my hand is uh, uh, Castillo or Cast- I can't think I'm pronouncing his name right. The black man that had a concealed Castillo. Castillo mm-hmm. Yeah. He had the he, black guy had a concealed weapons permit. Mm-hmm. And he had the weapon with him in the car. Cop comes up to the car and says, do you have a weapon? He says, yes, I have a concealed weapons permit. Mm-hmm. And then the cop says, OK, can I see your ID? He reaches for the wall. The cop shoots and kills him. Yeah, I, I but I I don't. But you see, see that, that happen necessarily with, as the the same issue as what we're talking about. Well, I'm I'm saying with the reaction time, but then I've I've seen you see footage of a a white guy sitting there telling the cop, "I'm going to fucking kill you," and they don't shoot. 
that's probably not every cop. Uh, not every, not my saying it's every cop, but you, it's even in real life, it seems they're more quick to shoot someone of race than I think maybe. I think that all of these sh- shootings that have been made public, uh, all or most have been pretty horrific. Yeah. And I think they ought to have been made public. Um, I, I don't think that that is the by and large interaction with the police. Oh, of course not. I you mean, know. They, they have, you know, millions of interactions with yeah. the, every, so, every and we, month, we do know? only usually see the worst of the interactions that yeah. come out. And it, it needs to be looked at. Um, I, I don't know how, but I don't see how, uh, pretending to not know that people react differently to people of different colors, uh, in a split second to pretend to not know that is dumb. So mm. we ought to act like we know that and then come up with a new plan. Cause whatever's going on isn't working. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, but, but you're, you can't really get rid of your biases. No, but you can, like you, you said, can you recognize can recognize your biases and, yeah. and you can train yourself to act differently in those situations. Well, to just recognize that you may have biases yeah. and, and we all do. And check yourself. Well, what's when, the ins- when you, okay. yeah. It is my personal opinion that the current state uh, that that police officers reside in not uh, not physical state, but the uh, the place in society where we put police officers, um, there will not be a big change. Um, in fact, it might just get worse. Um, we, we put, we place way too many, uh, thing burdens on, on police, which they ought not be involved in. They have too many interactions, uh, where they have a weapon, where the situation does not warrant having a weapon. Um, I, I think the current place where police are, we need to back the fuck up and have less, um, interactive police, like trying to meddle. Uh, trying to investigate, like preemptively investigate, if if that were, you know, like I, I get where you're going. <laughs> <laughs> um, they, I think we need to move to a place where, um, armed police officers only show up when the need for force has when there's an armed yes. conflict happening. Yeah, but I think yeah. that's a lot. I mean, that's easier to do in Europe. What well, what I'm saying is, it's it's easier to do. In situations that we haven't been following up till now, like the, we have put us ourselves in this sticky, sticky spot, um, and it's not going to be easy. And in fact, if we if we don't fundamentally change police policing, uh, I do not see the uh, police effort getting any better. Yeah, I, th- I think there are several different efforts underway in various locations from. Uh, from police chiefs across the nation where they're trying to focus more on de-escalation yeah. than than and incarceration and apprehension right where where they're trying to recognize that hey rather than than showing up and and instigating instigating more you know people more toward a violent reaction or more toward a more contentious situation. I can, I can have training in how to de-escalate the situation, right? Rather than showing up and saying, "Hey, man, you need to calm the fuck down, go the fuck away, sit down, well, relax, do well, whatever," where you can, where you can show up as a as a voice of calm and reason, no, no. and, so that, and that try to deal with people. That time has passed. The the time with which 
uh, a cop was a figure of sanity. Was no, I'm saying that of, there are various police forces across the nation who are, are trying, trying to make to, that more of a focus. The people who need de-escalation are the people who the sight of a cop is going to frustrate. And th- period. Um, somebody. I wouldn't say period. There, uh, that's the whole point of de-escalation is to make it so that you understand that when a police president is inserted into this situation, that that, that, that the officer response. can show up and try to de-escalate the situation. What I am, rather than yes, making it worse by their by their appearing there is for people who are bound to escalate, who need de-escalating, the presence of a cop is the first problem. Okay, so if it's just de-escalation that we need because this person is it's in a, not just that it, you keep looking for simple answers, and I don't think it's a simple a answer that is going to, to no, fix we're saying, the situation. Like, okay, what needs de-escalation? Uh, 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 an unarmed man who's just freaking the fuck out because he ain't on his meds. Like, does that need de-escalate? Does that need an armed police officer? Well, I think any time you can de-escalate something is is better than escalating. Every right? time <laughs> our police officers come up to a guy who's unarmed, who's flipping the fuck out because he's not on his meds, and he's had a rough life, and he's living on the streets or in and out of the streets, and any time that guy sees the cop is escalating that that thing. So now – Not every you're, time. You're, you're, well, that's, the guy that's needs way too de-escalation – that's way too broad a brush. It's not, not a broad time. brush. This yeah. is. Oh, I just painted the brush. Yeah. I just said. <laughs> I just painted the picture. I just said this guy. Yeah. I just gave you the specifics of this guy. Yeah. I didn't say well, this, okay. this one dude. Well, you said minding every his, time. This one dude was minding his business, walking out. No, I said, hey, this guy is flipping the fuck out because he hasn't been on his medicine. Hmm. He's unarmed. Hmm. The present you show up with an armed cop. It's gonna get worse. Okay, I'm I'm, I'm gonna jump in For here a lot real of quick. Things, sure. I'm, I'm gonna jump in here real quick because I agree with both of you. <laughs> and here's why: I agree with Kevin because with the current state of the way people are been treated by cops, sometimes they probably will overreact. Yeah, the, they will the overreact. Of that in the but I, I agree they're with you. Paranoid. Yeah, yeah, they're already paranoid yeah. because of the current state of what's going on and seeing that. But then I also agree with Dan that this training needs to happen, but it's going to take time for the current state yeah. of what people view cops as sure. to evolve. That's what I said is we need to pull cops out of this line of work with carrying weapons all the time. And let's have them just walk around, know everybody in their neighborhood that they patrol. Well, yeah, and have them be regular members of the communities like, in which they serve. Come right? to it's, the barbecue. Yeah. Yeah, hey, it's you look where, like us. Yeah. Well, the Ogden City Police, uh, they do uh, uh, cops and coffee. I think it's Saturday mornings. Hmm. They go to Grounds for Coffee on 25th Street, and they they advertise like, "Come sit down, have coffee with a few cops, talk, chat. What what's going on? What what are you guys' concern in the neighborhood?" I'm sorry, I I love that idea of interaction. You can't. You're not a gun guy, Dan. You cannot tell me that anytime somebody walks into a room with a, a with a gun on his on his hip, and inevitably the motherfucker's hand is going to cross it every couple of seconds. Hmm. It's not a better situation that was just happening well there's a worse situation and you feel it but it's a different it's a different person also yeah, and they, that and they that have a different role that, in and that guy can uh be freed of a lot of uh suspicions and like that guy's given the benefit of the doubt in every situation and what we're guy? supposed to the cop holding the gun we're supposed to feel great about it 
Not all. Well, you just said that. Well, I was no, saying, you're contradicting no, yourself now because you said that when as soon as a cop shows up with a gun, it's that bad. it's going to escalate. It. But saying, now you're saying just no, the opposite. No, I am saying that to if, the rest. If, if I was if I was confusing, that's because I'm an idiot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh, I I think that our police officers should not carry weapons uh, most times. No, I totally agree with you. No. I, I think I think having a weapon does tend to escalate things. And so that's what but I'm that, saying. But I mean, the, the world that we live in, cops carry weapons. So the world yeah. that we live in, cops are always escalating before they can ever de-escalate anything. They could be that thing that tips the scale. They are amping it up just by showing up because we know cops have guns. Now, I don't think we can get rid of cops with guns, though. I don't think we should get rid of them. Well, I think we should place them in their barracks or in their patrolly spot. And then if something <laughs> well, happens, and then if something <laughs> happens, say, hey, cops, come deal with the thing that's happening. This is what you're here for. Well, so the reason why I say that is I'm, I'm saying on their side, because until we make it so that citizens can't walk around with guns all willy nilly all over the fucking place. Yeah. We have to. You have to have cops armed. Because that cop doesn't know if he's walking up to a car, no, if that guy's well, going to pop you, out the window right, and start shooting right. at him. The world we live in, we can't do those things because yeah. cops have to carry guns, right? Yeah. And that's why yeah. I said in Europe, because in Europe, right. most cops don't carry guns. They, the they got armed cops live and in. unarmed. And so, no, not all of Europe. Some of Europe. Yeah, some. Uh, you're not going to see an unarmed French cop. Well, they got they got their straight up their uh, fucking uh, bullpup uh, so rifles. So Europe's, Europe's diverse. Uh, cops, you know, like... Britain is known for having the bobbies with the club. Yeah. And, and, you know, that's. Yeah, get closer to your microphone. Uh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. But, but they also have their, their armed division. So if there's a True. situation comes up where we need firepower, which I think we they should do that. Call those guys out. Yeah. We kind of have them. They're called SWAT teams. They just come with bigger guns. <laughs> well, yeah. No. Yeah. I think. But it's. It's it, so it sounds to me, and, and please forgive me and correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like. You're you're trying to come up with an easy and simple solution for these things, and no. I don't think there is an easy no. or simple I'm, solution. No, I'm I'm saying we need to stop worrying about them until we're ready to to make a solution. Until we're ready to do the hard thing, just shut up. Well, but that's what we've been doing all along, right? It's basically, and it's, and it's getting us nowhere, and it's only dividing us as a country. Well, right, but I'm saying you're saying that we should just not worry about these kinds of things, but that's what we have been doing. And that hasn't resulted in any change in any positive change yeah, in any effective, time. positive, real change. It's time, it's time for, that we've just been ignoring these problems. Time to, it's time to put up or shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think we do need to, to make some actual real positive changes. In what this, do you think we this? do? Well, I think the first thing we do is is say that, you know, every Tom, Dick and Harry off the street can't walk into a fucking gun place into into a into a gun dealer or a gun shop and and purchase any kind of weapon that they want right away. I think we need universal background checks. I think we need to stop uh, uh, private uh, well, sales. Let's, let's stop that. Let's stop what where that is. Who hmm. ought to be able to uh, possess a firearm? I think if you go through a thorough background check and you are imposed with a mandatory waiting time, like who needs a gun today? I need a gun today. So, so, right fucking well, now. Okay. So, I, think, I think competency goes a long way. Yeah. In, well, in, and also, it's in, like I, I said last week. It, okay. should be, it should be like 
it should be like to, getting a driver's license. You've got to go through training. You've got to go through testing. You've got to go through it's, recertification. It's, it's, it's you have to have simple. insurance for it's it. It's not that simple. It is not that simple. That's um, not well, simple, I don't well, think. Well, no, no, no. It's no what like, I'm saying is the person who qualifies for a gun today hmm. isn't going to be that person necessarily in the future. Correct. So what does this person need the gun for? Just because he can, he can have it? Like, is that what we're doing? Well, no, correct. Maybe I'm misunderstanding your question. Are, are, you, are you saying what do we do with all of the people who already have the guns? Or I'm saying, saying you have I'm to have a justifiable reason your, to possess? Uh, your critique or your, your, your saying, uh, we can't have every Tom, Dick, and Harry. I'm saying, mm -hmm. well, okay, so who can? And how do we... How do we enforce the thing that you just said was, well, you have to go through these things. Mm. Okay. And so what is the ongoing thing? What happens to the guy who up until the thing that happened, he was just fine? Well, that, I don't know. Maybe I don't understand the question. Well, that's, that, I, I think that that's happens gonna... everywhere, right? Like everything is great and fine until it isn't. Okay. So, so what I, so, maybe I, maybe so I don't do we understand want the question. Everybody to be able to have a gun just because they can, or do we want, to well, no, have, me personally, no. I don't, think, out. I don't think everybody until have one until can. so. Okay, okay. I'm an American. I own guns. Uh, I served in the military. I believe that now that gun because guns exist, certain people ought to have guns. Uh, I wish that others didn't. Hmm. Uh, I also think that no, not every American deserves to have a weapon. No. Uh, it needs to be very specific. We live in a world where. Uh, we're too close. It's too weird. Too many people could get your gun, and and you're not good enough with it. And and you 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 take it off in, in the shitter, and it and it shoots the <laughs> shoots you in the leg, or, or, you the leave your, or your toddler, you shitter, yeah. or your toddler grabs it, or your mentally unstable child gets into your guns and then shoots up a school. Uh, who's why? I I don't think. Uh, that if we're that worried about guns, that it it ought to be widely accessible. No, I think there are plenty of people who are very worried about guns, but there aren't people in positions of power who are able to do something about the gun control problem or lack of gun control issue that we have here in the well, United we, States. Well, we might because I heard the NRA keeps losing money now. Yeah. Well, because they don't have they don't have a black guy in office that they can point to and yeah. say that he's going to come for your guns and he's going to take them away. And the NRA is the whole reason why we got the gun issue we have nowadays. So reasonably, what is what is a reasonable gun to have, or is it never reasonable? I don't. Maybe I don't understand the question. Well, uh, so if, I, I, if, guns, I, if guns exist, we're going to have some amount of casualty. Cars exist. We're going to have some amount yeah. of casualty. Even though you go what through is, training, what is license. the point at which uh, the the legislation is too strict or or too onerous to to actually get the death toll any lower? Like, what is our sweet spot for gun deaths? I don't know. Uh, well, I hopefully, the sweet spot is I don't, zero. I don't understand what you're asking. I'm saying that we cannot have Americans owning guns legally without accepting that some of them are going to die. Sure. From guns. Okay. So what is the acceptable number? There is no acceptable number. So then, That's so a then, stupid fucking so question, it's not, man. It's not a stupid fucking question. It's an actuarial. It's an actuarial. This is what... Uh, five. 
five is the perfect fucking number, Kevin. Okay. That's a so, stupid fucking but, question. But Dan, what I'm saying is, if the acceptable number is zero, then we have to say guns are not. We can't have them. No, Nobody that's a stupid fucking premise. It's stupid. You can't say that, oh, we're going to only say that zero deaths are the only acceptable thing in anything other than that. Well, then we need to create more laws. We need to no. do more things. What that's is fucking what stupid. What is reasonable? Gun deaths by na- by design, by uh, life improving. Gun deaths specifically in the United States have, well, maybe not gun. Eh, that's a hard one. Uh, I think quality of life has gone up. Number of deaths for random shit has gone down. Crime has You're gone down. You're all over the place. I am. Well, I just, I don't even know what's in this. Um, what I'm saying is the, 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 if it weren't guns, it'd be something else. So what is, what are we doing? I don't think that everybody needs to own a gun. So let's get rid of them. No, I, I think you're looking for black and white answers to things that are that are very, very complicated. Or we and do there nothing. is no, there is no, there is no. Well, this number is a, is the acceptable number of deaths, and anything above that, then we're like that's just the whole premise of that is just fucking. You need flawed. to establish a direction and what you're willing to do. Well, the to direction get there. is is reduction of harm, right? Is... So what can we do to reduce harm exactly. to our fellow okay. to our fellow citizens? So I, the things that we can do are pass legislation that say that you that? need you need to have universal background checks, you need to have okay. insurance, you need to have a license, Dan, you need to go in for certification, Dan, you Dan, have to have training. Dan, somebody did all that stuff and then shot their wife. Okay. So that's not a guarantee, right? So that's, well, but of course it's not a fucking guarantee. So why, that's why I'm saying you're thinking black and white. I'm not thinking it black and white. It doesn't fucking work People that way. People aren't just buying guns to go shoot up shit. Well, Las Vegas Some people shooter. are. And it's black market shit. No. The guy well, actually, in Las Vegas didn't buy oh, his no, guns on the black market. He was crazy, though. Yeah. He, oh. <laughs> I, but, I could probably tell okay, you something Okay, everything is off the black market except for the things where it's not. That's I, like, dude, the, well, you're just, you're all over the place and looking for black and white I'm solutions to things looking that. For, Dan. Well, Dan, I, went, Dan. I went with the black market thing last Look week. Look at how upset you're getting. Over this, and we agree that guns are bad. <laughs> I don't because know that we agree because I can't. I fucking follow your <laughs> what you're saying here. Well, remember, remember what when I'm saying is if if we it's just like the wall. The yeah. wall is a terrible solution to this problem. That's not even the problem. It's a manufactured problem. Yeah, we're probably at the lowest number of deaths by gun that we could have, and still have guns. Are we though? I think so. How, wh- uh, what are you basing that? Because crime's getting less. Muggings are less. Okay. Things are better. People with guns well, sure. are mean, the crazy crime people. Rates, crime rates are most are, gun deaths reduced overall. Most, sure. a, a lot of the gun deaths are spouses, right? So at one point they got that gun and they were sane. Hmm. And then they found out something their spouse did. And then for whatever amount of time they weren't sane yeah. and they had access to a gun. So yeah. Sanity is fluid. Sanity is not 100%. So if you're going to give somebody a gun you're, you're and think that they're going to be 100% sane because they took a test one time, you're up in the night. I'm not saying one time. I'm saying that we're at the <laughs> lowest possible point, not possible, but I mean, we're at the, it, we're at the, we're at the sweet spot. It'll, it's going to hover is around it the here. Sweet spot? Yeah. How, and still, what, what are you basing that on? The only way we can get rid of that is to have no guns. No, I'm saying, what are you basing that on? You're saying we're in the sweet spot. Because crime is getting what? lower, okay. and most of the gun deaths aren't shooting sprees. Most of the gun deaths are spousal kind of shit, home entry kind of shit, like mm-hmm. things that people Whoa. have guns for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, You have a gun to 
defend your family or whatever. And then if you go crazy, you kill yourself or your spouse. That's the rule. Or both. Well, there there was there was a shooting just a few blocks away from here two days ago yeah. at a mall. Yeah, we had we had helicopters well, no, circling too. the house. Yeah. And Tracy was worried that we were should I lock all the doors? Right. Should we should we keep all of our lights in the yard <laughs> on? And I'm like, no, it's come on, man. You you're freaking out over yeah. this. It's so I think my thought has always been accountability on this issue. Hmm. Uh because like I said last week, when Trump was going off about the uh, the illegal immigrant who shot and killed that that woman, the cop. I think it was a cop. Was it was it an illegal immigrant that shot the cop? He was going off about the illegal immigrants that are killing out everybody. Oh I'm yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, oh, you got to always so blame it on the other. Yeah. How did that illegal immigrant get a firearm when he doesn't doesn't have any of the paperwork or the ability to go and buy one at a store? Oh yeah, he bought one through a private fucking sale. Yeah. Because during a private sale, you don't have to do shit. You don't have to do a background check. You don't have to do anything. And that's where no I go waiting with waiting period. No waiting. Yeah. But that's where I go with accountability. If you have that gun registered and you are forced, if you want to sell that gun, you have to go through a go to an FF or a, a FFL dealer, federal firearms license or dealer. Go to your local or your local sheriffs or go to, whatever. Go to any place that can do post a office. legit background ah, no, check. No, don't do that. Don't no, go to a post no, don't go to a post post office. Office. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> but but you go anywhere that can do a legit background check that your state is makes required to actually sell a firearm to transfer that firearm from your name to that person's name. So at that point, you did everything you legally had to do to transfer that gun to that person. You did all the right stuff. Yeah. You went through the background check. You made sure the guy was licensed to have a firearm. Yep. Okay, it's all good to go. Yes. Mm. Now the, the onus is off of you if that guy does something wrong with the firearm. But if I sell you a gun I, so and you do something wrong with it, I like it that should be for, back on me. I like that for to, to, to be a rule. And I think that that should be a rule. I think it's a simple rule. I, uh, and I'm, I am definitely saying do it. Do it. That's a good rule to have. It's a and, it's a small and, step and to it, try to get saves, guns out of bad people's it hands. It saves uh, one guy from thinking that well, I did everything right. You know, I did, I sold it. You know, and, and that's a good thing to have. Um, I still think that that guy who pu- purchased the gun legally can then do bad things he, with that gun. One hundred percent, one hundred percent, he can. Right, but and will some of them will. Yeah, but it's some completely will. some will. Yeah, yeah. but okay. it's completely different than the guy that can't that knows he can't buy a gun at a store. Sure, that, that that's, knows he can't buy one legally. Sure. So he goes the yeah. the guy selling a gun on the internet and goes, "Hey, buddy, can I come buy your gun? Sure. Yeah, here's no, three hundred bucks. Yeah, the gun's it. mine. There I'm gonna go. go. Sure. Yeah. Okay. That's definitely something. Uh, but that's that's not nothing. Um. But where I put the responsibility on a thing is if that guy sold that gun to that person, okay. he should now be partially Who, responsible for that shooting. Who's the guy that can't have the gun? Okay, uh, so most – like look at our crime statistics, right? Most of these guys can't have guns from drugs. Drugs, federal fe- – any, okay. any felony, so, yeah. uh, spousal felony abuse. Drug stuff. Now, spousal abuse stuff. Only goes back into that's just an easier way to kill your spouse that I was saying earlier. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, you know, that that – but that's going to happen. The introduction of guns does not uh, help. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, the spouse abuse. <laughs> uh, that's not a. That's not a plus. Yeah. No, but if they're really that crazy and determined, they'll grab a knife. They'll grab a hammer. They'll. At that point, the gun is a inconsequential okay. in that so, situation. So, yeah. Okay. It's just so the quickest just and the most, easiest. Yeah, the most effective. So what, and I, what I'm what I'm saying is, way. if we've determined, if we determine that, um, the majority of gun deaths where they come from can we use that information 
So if if the majority of gun deaths is like spousal stuff, uh, killing yourself, if that's the metric, even though we have a lot of these these shootings, what's going to stop those shootings? Is it the gun deaths? Is it or is it shootings? Is it or is it like the mass shootings? Um, either way, the potential for them happening only exists when we allow guns. Yeah. Well, well I, I think that that's why Matt is like, no, fuck it. Just nobody can have guns. <laughs> Everybody, we're taking them all away. We're fucking melting them down. That's it. Nobody, you, you, your and, toys are being fucking removed. And even taking guns away is not going to solve mass murder. People are still going to yeah. find ways to commit sure. mass murder. Right. We're just taking away possibly the uh, most efficient so, and effective okay, way of so, doing Okay, uh, so the efficient easiest. and effective is, is one way to look at it. And to be a a bit uh, macabre, not I mean macabre, macabre, but uh, like morbid. Um, sometimes that's an easier death than what somebody might do otherwise with a car. Oh, sure, yeah, like it could be off. a lot more torturous, so and lengthy and not, painful, and yeah. it's not an awesome uh, way to look at things. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, well, and if the like, alternative, I could have is... given, I you yeah. know what, I, I had the smallpox vaccine, yeah. and oh, yeah, if the thing. disease is it well it's got to be worse i think i'd rather be shot than have smallpox yeah and die from that yeah. but here's the thing with the car if someone wants to do a uh something with a car it's way easier to jump out of the way of that car than it is a bullet well and but and again no... it seems like you're thinking very very much in black and white terms like i gotta fix like, that i don't know like... what i don't know what i'm saying because <laughs> i think i'm well because i think i'm well because uh, you looking said at it from all around well because you said that you know it i, I would much rather die from smallpox than a yeah. gunshot but yeah you don't necessarily have to die from either one sure a gunshot would would be much more effective and efficient in making sure right. that you're dead so, I'm saying but is, smallpox is, we we, so... we have cures for right we can fix these right, right. things what I'm... and so if you're shot or, okay, or if so you're on, if you're on, stabbed on. or you're I think beaten going with a hammer with the pain level. Well, what wait, I was... just wait just a minute. Okay, sorry. So if you're shot or you're you know let's say you're not shot you're you're yeah. beaten with a hammer, a baseball bat, you're stabbed, you're whatever. Those are much more those are much more treatable things than if you're shot in the head with a fucking gun, right? Oh, depending, yeah. Some so of them are. so you're saying you would much rather. Uh, be shot with a gun than have smallpox, but those yeah. aren't your only two options. Like, no, and you can no, no, and you no. can get smallpox well, and be treated and saying, survive no, and live I, I, and so, and and have a full and happy life still. Perhaps. Uh, what I was saying uh, was that um, if I, I I think I jumped too many levels. Um, <laughs> the uh, I'm not keeping up. Maybe <laughs> no. I'm I'm not giving you all the information. This, I that, do that sometimes that, too. A lot of it. A lot of it stays in here. Yeah. A lot of it stays in here, and just a tiny bit comes out. Everybody's like, yeah. I don't get what, what you're saying. What the fuck are you talking? It's like, yeah. oh, let me catch you up on the story in my head. Uh, okay. Uh, what, what was the last thing I said? <laughs> are you Are you trying to go more along the lines of you would rather be shot than die a long, oh, no, painful no, death? No. What I'm saying is, there's an argument that. Um, well, if someone so doesn't have a gun, they'd have killed them with something else. Right. And I'm saying, man, sometimes I'd rather be killed with a gun than the something else. Well, but the, but like but I would rather else, have. But the something else may not have resulted in your death. 
No, where the gun, uh, okay. where the so gun more also, assuredly also, will result in your death. We also have to have to have to uh, come back with. This. I'm uh, I'm dealing with depression and suicidal ideation, so sometimes the way out for me is 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 an option. <laughs> or I we want have the most efficient and effective way to do it. So yeah. I I might not look at the value of living through the smallpox disease <laughs> the same way as somebody else. Well, there there is also the uh, what twelve or thirteen year old girl in logan in northern utah last year that was shot in the head she lived i I'm don't not, remember that I'm one familiar with the story uh the like one of the kids from her school took her out there to rob her of like 20 bucks took the money from her shot her in the back of the head and they left her in a ditch thinking she was dead it was like a 22 yeah turns out she wasn't oh wow someone found her she was still well she was unconscious she was she went and had life support they operated on her and she lived 22s are terrible yeah. for trying to kill somebody. Yeah. Well, that so a 22 is what my sister used It'll to try to kill her herself. Exit. So she yeah, she she shot herself in the chest with a 22 and it basically just ricocheted I, all over yeah. internally and fucked up everything. I never understand that what what Okay, we're going to get morbid here for a second. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Uh a lot of people in the military commit suicide. Yeah. Uh we had a guy that put his rifle in his clavicle and shot himself diagonally through his body. Why? Why Did it miss his heart or did it get Oh, it hit his heart, oh, his liver, okay. his lungs. It ripped. It was his uh, M16. That's a... Just held it in there and why, straight why, through. Why would you not put it under your chin? Like, That's the question just... I ask. Why do people, when they commit suicide... Or attempt to... Maybe shoot themselves in the weirdest uh, ways. Like something like that would maybe thoughts for the family. So what they they don't blow their face off so they can have an yeah. open casket. Could, that seems like an odd concern if you're not, going to be killing uh, yourself, right? It's not. I mean, the guy was very successful in it because when we got there, we were notified that he was Hispanic. I'm like he ain't Hispanic anymore. He's white as a ghost. He had yeah. he had completely bled out. Oh wow! There was not a drop of blood probably left in that guy's body. But Jeez. it was still the weird thing of. People, like you said, like shooting yourself in the heart. It's like, that's got to be fucking painful. You don't die instantly. Yeah. It bleeds out. And then, uh, you know, I don't think that uh, they think about it. That's the, the their motive. It's probably not the overriding with. concern. If you've if you've determined that you're yeah. going to shoot yourself, it's not necessarily like, which is the least. Yeah, it's yeah. just people, I guess, commit suicide in odd ways where I'm thinking, don't you just want to end it quick? Which yeah. I would think the easiest would be right to the head yeah um i mean like even a rifle just under the chin like yeah like like pile did in uh yeah Gomer pile did in a, a full metal jacket yeah yeah i don't uh i don't think that's how it works guys oh <laughs> <laughs> the the people are actively thinking about what what is the most uh, efficient or effective way of doing this i keep saying efficient and effective those are the two yeah the two no i just uh just don't think that that's the the concerning motivation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's take a break because I need to go use the bathroom. Okay. We'll bring happier stuff on the other side. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Lord, is it so much to ask that you not let us suddenly burst into flame for no apparent reason? I mean, come on. Amen. This is Matt Dillahoney, and you're listening to The Godless Revolution. Thank you to everybody who has rated the show on iTunes and Stitcher and are following us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And to all our Patreon patrons, you make the show possible. 
So Ryan just showed me a picture. We're we're back, by the way, in case you weren't aware, because we're fucking talking in your ears again right now. I don't know why, why I did we do that. That. Yeah, that's, that was weird. Anyway, so Ryan showed me a picture during the break of the new Gillette commercial about the is this the is this a best a man can get or whatever? And Gillette put out this video about that and talking about the Me Too movement and this and that and. The the commercial or video that they put out has at current tally 188,000 likes and 523,000 dislikes. Yeah. I just, I don't, like, if you if you have a problem with that, you're probably part of the problem initially. But then as we read through some of the comments here, it became obvious to me that, oh, it's not just people who are against PC culture who are disliking this video. It's also people on the left. And I see the left eating its own way too fucking often and that's that 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 comes down to a, a point that i don't i don't know if i uh, was even close to approaching it earlier but I, what i wanted to get at was what how, how can the, the division between left and right be so far um and then i looked within the left itself and anybody on the right side of the left is nowhere near the left of the left. So the, the, the party's so, I don't know, unfit. And I think the idea of somebody going, well, the Republicans will absolutely lay down their reputation for you right up until the bitter end, like right up until the bitter end. Or the Democrats will slay you for something you may or may not have said as a jest out of context 14 years ago. Yeah. Um, so, like, it, what's the win of of the right saying, yeah, I want to hang out with you guys? <laughs> what's the win? What's the upside? Yeah, it, it kills me. I, I there, Well, I, there, there's I, – I just – there are some personal things in in my own life that I've that I've witnessed from uh, various family members or friends where I'm like, do you not see that you're just fucking destroying any chance of the left building any kind of coalition here because you have to be so fucking outraged at every little bit, every tiny little slight that you perceive, even if it wasn't intended as a slight or meant as a slight or or in actual real life was any kind of slight at all perhaps you've misunderstood what was said right. or you've taken it out of context <laughs> yeah. and you're still gonna burn this fucking yeah. person at the fucking stake because you're so well, pissed off about this one tiny little thing they said and until that moment they were your fucking hero like that just it bothers me so much that I see the left eating its own so often these days that there's no chance in hell that we're going to build any kind of coalition to get rid of the people who are on the alt right and the fucking Nazis and the the super racists and the white nationalists and shit like that when we can't even decide that okay you're a good person you may you may have said something that I disagree with a little bit but instead of just saying, you know, I, I I disagree with you a little bit here, and here's why, it's going to be, I think you're a terrible fucking person now, and I'm going to block you, and I'm going to dis unfriend you on Facebook. I'm going to do all these all of these things because I disagree with one tiny little thing that you said one fucking time. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it fucking kills me. It's but it it it's so deep. It runs so deep, and and it goes back to that. I think maybe 
you misunderstood what I said. That that whole <laughs> that 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 phrase that's that is so overlooked as to be ridiculous. People do not realize. Well, and I've, look, I've, I've stopped even well, trying to say that I've instead, instead of putting the onus on them, I try to bring it back on yeah. me and say, okay, apparently I'm not communicating this sure. well enough. Yeah. Like it's not that you've misunderstood me. I haven't communicated this well enough. So, so that takes some relief and some burden and some pressure yeah. off of that person to say that, okay, well, well, I wasn't wrong. Then you, you still have done something wrong and you're acknowledging it. And I'm fine with doing that if yeah. it gets them to get off their high fucking horse for a moment and realize that I'm just a human being and you may have misunderstood me or I may not have been communi but uh, when, communicating when, effectively when? either way. But in order to resolve the situation, right. I'm going to try to de-escalate this right. and put it on me and say, well, perhaps I wasn't communicating effectively. That, that's fair. Um, when would otherwise rational people refuse to look at the facts? So we know sometimes religious is one of them. Religion is one of them. Yeah. Sometimes it's just that in group, you know, mm -hmm. oh, fuck, man, not Louis C.K. Come <laughs> fuck, man. He was one of the good ones. Right. So actually, if anybody was jerking off in front of people in their office, I, I was I was going to go with Louis. Right. So we can we can say there there are weird. Uh, things that, that happen that has no bearing on you. Why do you, it, why do you insist that it's not real? Why do you insist that the thing that is true isn't? That I think the is, biggest problem is that, that is, people are so afraid to say that they were wrong. I, I don't yeah. think, I don't, I, I'm I, not sure if it's that. I think it I, is. I really, really do. I think that is one of the biggest problems in our world today is people are afraid to say, you know what? I was wrong. I think all of this, and, and you're right, I was wrong, is, is a great place to get. <laughs> um, I, I think what has happened, why this, why, why, why are Republicans so insulted by PC culture? Why, the only, t only way otherwise reasonable people will be upset at that level is because you have, seemingly or they perceive an insult to their way of life yeah i was gonna say you're yeah. attacking them they are inundated with uh this way of life thing it's i th i think it's largely imagined uh well, but it's not untrue but it's also it's it's the the myth of the american values well in in american values is uh, I think that's uh, – I, I don't think that is a well, specific I, enough claim to delve well, into. You, you hear it enough where people will say, well, I just don't want the Mexicans here because they just don't believe in the same American values I do. It's like, well, guess what? I don't believe in the same fucking American values. I don't believe in the same values as you do one bit. No yeah, one wanna, believes in the same values you, you do. You want to outline all of those values yeah, for it's, me? It's put an imaginary. A, put them in a spreadsheet so that I can tick the marks. When, when I hear someone say they don't believe in American values, what I hear in my head is going, okay, you think American values is loving Jesus, carrying a gun to church on Sunday, and I don't know. Fucking your cousin. Okay, so right, yeah, it's all of these all right, things right, that we right, project right. onto. Yeah. Well, but that that projection right there was yeah. was not charitable at all. No, it wasn't. But, I was being mean. But so more but, often than not, I think even, it's accurate. But even, if, <laughs> but even if that is the the charitable thing, what would have caused that? Why is that the state? Yeah. 
I don't know. I, I think it's overlooked too, too simply. And I think that's where we're going to find the cause of this big division. And it will have been over something so stupid. What, where, why can't we be like the friendly rivalry? You know, the, the chiefs versus the whoever and uh, shake hands afterwards. Yeah. Whatever. Hey, good game. I, I definitely wanted to kick your ass. I, de- <laughs> I did. But you know what? We're all football players. <laughs> We're all here for the crowd. Yeah. We're like, we're playing a fucking game. Come on. Yeah. But that's I just I, I just hate I don't when know people... where that ended. I don't know or or if it was ever there. I don't think it was and ever there. I think there. it was a yeah. lie that we all each generation has to learn that oh, America was never ever all like on the side of good. No. Ever. It's always had its shitheads. Yeah. Yeah. And we've had some really shitty stuff we've done which we tend not to like to talk about. And, you know, if you don't like shitheads, you should be the ones with closed borders. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, speaking of that real quick, did you hear about the uh, the crazy Republican lady that not a politician, but she's uh, she's someone on social media. I never heard of the person. Apparently, I want to say it was Nancy Pelosi's uh, fence, jumped the fence and went in there to scream at her to fund the wall at her house. No. She jumped the fence to break into her yard to yell at her to fund the wall. You need to build the wall that is clearly been not going to work be because look what I just did. Effective. I just jumped your fence, your security fence, into your yard, which is meant to keep people out. Yeah, into your yard it's to scream at you to fund the wall, lady. You just showed how a wall is fucking useless. Not the most effective solution to <laughs> the, the problem. Yeah. I just thought that was funny. I kept, I kept thinking for ways out for Trump, like how he could get out of it without like or without going to jail or, or no, no, I uh, go to Russia. I, I, I actually to where he's um, not going to look like a pussy. No, I, I well, that. So I was trying to think of how ways Democrats could outsmart him and like basically <laughs> exist, basically, basically give him uh, an out, say the right things where. That money is there if certain criteria is met, but the criteria to be met is ast- like impossible. Like, they so well, why not do something like that and say, here it is, people. It's in the bill. Yeah, it's, all, it's not going to happen. All they got to do is write a bill for a $5 billion bill for border protection funding. That doesn't include anything about a wall in the fucking writing. There will be walls it, A wall in the is building. excluded no. in the bill. No, no. Chancellor? Chancellor Trump has said that we need a fucking wall. But he also says the Democrats are against border security. So if they <laughs> all of a sudden give him $5 billion specifically for border security, for police down there, for technology to help and give it to the fucking Border Patrol so they can up their numbers but and not do for any they kind want, of barrier. But not for any kind of wall. Yeah. I, I Honestly, I think the only way out of this, and I, I posted this on Facebook, I think earlier this week or at the end of last week, is that he will ultimately have to declare his state of emergency and say that he's just going to procure the funds. You know, he's going to pull funds from other from, agencies. From Puerto from Rico other, and California yeah. and Texas. Yeah, that he's going to declare a state of emergency and that's what he will use to build the wall. And then they'll be able to reopen the government agencies. And then because it, then 
then that will placate his base to say, well, he stood his ground and he yeah. did his best and he he had to go so far as to declare a national emergency to get this taken care of. And then the Democrats can say, well, yeah, of course, we weren't going to give any funding for the wall because that's fucking stupid. And we've been able to reopen that. That way, everybody basically walks away winner except for all of the government employees who've yeah. been – Working without pay or have well, been furloughed and they're not being paid. Then you're also going to get the or people retiring. that bring up a lawsuit yeah. against Trump for that emergency funding. Right, and exactly. That will lose and, it, and, it, and he he even knows that it will never fucking go through. No. He's already started preemptively speaking about that very issue that he has started saying, well, you know, it's going to be up to the courts to decide. I could do it. I could declare, I could declare a national emergency. I could get the funding. I could say I'm going to fund the border well, but then it's going to end up in court and Let's, it's going to go. And he's even said, and it's going to go to the ninth district. And that's a really <laughs> liberal court, you know, that they're going to shoot it down. He's so he's already, <laughs> he's already poisoning that fucking well, knowing that that is probably his only out. And so that's what I, that like him saying, that is what really clued me into well that's what's going to fucking happen yeah. is that it's we're going to we're going to drag this out for probably another week well have you and then he's going to declare a national emergency and start you know trying to procure funds for that and then it'll be taken to court but that way it will placate his base to where he stood his ground and he did his best he was trying to protect america but them, 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 them democrats don't want the border security and they want open borders <laughs> and they want all the criminals and rapists <laughs> to come across here but president trump stood his ground have you uh, looked at what the labor unions uh, lawsuits against the uh, the the shutdown like what ha, have you read? Any I know of the that uh, I know that the National have, Treasury Employees Union has filed two separate lawsuits. Have you heard whether or not they're getting heard soon? They I heard they weren't going to get. They won't heard. gain much traction because no. part part. I mean, part of the, the problem is that the courts are also no. being shut down and running the out of funding. Air Traffic Controllers yeah. Union has uh, been their their hearings been expedited. Oh, really? So it's happening this week. Awesome. I thought I read that there's was being there's got thrown I out too. Think it was going to be today. It got thrown out. Yeah. I saw that on the news today that there's got thrown uh, out. I was out of town. I didn't see any news. Yeah. I didn't got see any yeah, news. Yeah, yeah. There's there's got thrown out because theirs was for to stop it so they would get funding or the or or employees could leave and go back to uh, or go to work another job so they weren't stuck having to be so they there. could they could leave to go to work and that was being thrown out or leave to go find other, other leave work. to go find other jobs and to stop it so like or get money and they, the whole thing got thrown out this this is uh this is going to be an interesting thing on whether or not uh being um th this is akin to uh indentured servitude <laughs> this is it's is well, i see they're a, not receiving paychecks i see a headline here from nbc news that says uh, judge denies request for to pay air traffic controllers and other federal workers during the shutdown. So let me read this story here. Uh. It says it's hard not to empathize with federal workers, the judge said, but the shutdown is a, quote, political problem that the judiciary cannot get involved in. I thought that was the whole point of the judiciary was to say judiciary, what, is, what is legal and what is not. Yeah, to define the the chicken scratch. This says that this is dated today, January 15th. It says yep. that a federal judge in Washington, D.C. on Tuesday denied a request by unions, including for the nation's air traffic controllers, to force the government to pay workers who were continuing on the job during the shutdown. U.S. District Judge Richard Leon said that the said that only Congress can appropriate funds in granting their requests by the National Air Traffic Controllers Association. <gasps> 
And another <laughs> union would cause public chaos. It's hard not to empathize with federal workers during the government shutdown, Leon said. They're not the ones at fault. I don't doubt that there's a real hardship felt. However, he said the shutdown is a, quote, political problem and the judiciary cannot get involved. Quote, the judiciary is not and cannot be used and cannot be just another source of leverage, he said. It would be profoundly irresponsible. Oh, hey, hey, like, hang on. like it, forcing let, people let me, to work me, for no me, fucking pay, me, not me, doing your job in Congress. Let me say that's something. the fucking irresponsible let me, bit. Let me, let me say something. Yeah. So I uh, had been an air traffic controller for the federal government. Yes. Uh, and is there any I, other kind of air traffic controller? Yes, there are. Uh, there are contract employees. Huh. Um, I thought it was all federal employees. Uh, at one time it was, and then Bush Part Two came around and meddled. That wasn't Reagan who who broke up the strike. So and... that was different. Okay. Uh, that was a different thing. But yes, Reagan fucked around in a different way. Okay. Um. So aside from presidential fuckery, mm. uh, I was an air traffic controller until I uh, told the flight medicine doctor uh, that I was depressed <laughs> and I was having uh, a hard time with. Well, that you know, means you're going to crash planes into each other. Life's circumstances. And so yeah. they, they, they quickly said, Hey, you, you, you know, you can't work anymore. And now uh, that's a huge problem, right? right. It's and now, and mentally. now, but now yeah. we know that every single motherfucking air traffic controller <laughs> hasn't gotten a goddamn paycheck. <laughs> and I don't know that, might be cause for concern for, yeah. for some personal de de worry for yeah. some depressing issues uh that it, that might uh that might hurt and that's not a that's not a snide thing i'm just saying i am a result of having uh said that i had a hard time with stuff that was happening um and they told me i couldn't work so yeah that's so fucked up man maybe these guys shouldn't be allowed to work that's uh, we should we should consult with uh, the federal air surgeon. We've we've <laughs> talked to we've talked a few times on the show about stigmatizing mental health issues that if you have a mental health issue as a federal employee, it is in your best interest to not seek help for yeah. that. That's fucked up. That is seriously fucked up that rather than getting help for any issues that you may have like, oh, I have cancer, I should go and get treatment for that. Well, everybody understands. Oh, sure, you have cancer. That is that's a disease. You should go and seek treatment for that. Oh, I have a mental health problem. Oh my god, you're fucking crazy. I'm going to fire you and keep you out of everybody's way. That's so fucking wrong. Well, it, it's it's it's, it's a it's, health but it, issue. But it's, it's not just that. It's now there. My problem is now all air traffic controllers problems somewhat. Yeah. Yeah. They're all stressed. Yeah. They're extra stressed. Their life is now harder. And they're, they're not, but they can't say anything about it. No, they can't. They have to fucking lie about they it. They can say things about it if they, well, not if they want to maintain their position, right? No, I, uh, I said, I was a little too honest. <laughs> um, I was talking about, I don't know, thinking that, I, you know, what if I, I crashed two planes what, together? No, 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 no. My, my, my work uh, performance was stellar. Uh, not to speak too uh, highly of myself. Um, I, 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 I sometimes would, would, would wrestle with the thought of, I don't know, maybe today's the day to not wake up, you know? Uh, and I mentioned that and. I think you said on a previous episode, or maybe it was between segments or whatever, that you were like, 
oh fuck, I woke up again today. Yeah, it, like <laughs> I so I had that issue happening in life. I for, guess I'm for, gonna have to deal with the rest of today because I woke up again. And and I uh, when it came round to my uh, medical. Uh, you know, disclosures. I, I did all the right things and said all the right things and I didn't lie. And then I later said, Hey, therapy and Prozac helped. And they're like, Oh no, you, you're done. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, Oh, that's not going to work for you. Okay. That's well, or maybe it'll work for you, but it's not going to work for us. Yeah. It's not you. It's me. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm wondering if any of these guys are going to have a hard time. Oh, I guarantee it. Well, yeah. I mean, well, we've already seen, you know, Hundreds, if not thousands, of TSA agents calling out sick because they don't want to fucking go to work for free. They have bills to pay. They've got other. They've got. Yeah. I mean, the whole point of having a fucking job is that you're paid for that job so that you can pay your fucking bills. That's that's why you are paid in the first place. Mm-hmm. If if you if but you didn't they're, they're, like I, if you wanted to work without pay, you would just be a volunteer, and nobody does that, yeah. or very few people do that, and they do that for very specific reasons. They don't do it because they want to pay their fucking bills, like. People work because they get paid yeah. to work. Well, that's and, the whole fucking point of working. That being said, you know, and, and excuse the pun, but there's some jobs you just don't want to have autopilot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Air traffic <laughs> control being one of them. Um, you can't um, effectively do the job. You can't do the job your best if you're preoccupied with uh, life's little issues. Yeah. Uh, like it's just mortgage. You can't. Yeah. Uh, huh. My kids are going to. Yeah, so you have to sleep in the car, huh? <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. Delta 1527, turn left heading, uh, whatever the fuck, I don't care. <laughs> or do I, I have enough gas anyone. to get home from work today? Because I know I can't fill it up. <laughs> there, there are issues that, I saw uh, a fucking article talking about people requesting from their employers that they be allowed to sleep in their cars in the parking lot because they can't afford to purchase gas to travel from their fucking home to their place of employment anymore. I know for air traffic controllers, they can't sleep in their cars in the parking lot. (laughs) Some some news crew once recorded them, uh, you know, because when you're not working, you know what? Go take a nap. Yeah. that's That was kind of the policy was like, you know, you're not supposed to sleep on the job. And you're not because you're not plugged in. <laughs> you're sitting in the parking lot where we can find you if we need you. Yeah. So uh, anyway. And so that did away with that. That did away with that. So there's no sleeping in the parking lot for air traffic controllers either. Fucking it's just it's the stupidest shit happens that affects everybody else's lives. And it's like, oh, no, this wasn't really necessarily a bad thing. This was. We're making sure that this person is able to perform at their best yeah. by allowing them a break to go and sleep in their car if they needed to, if they were really tired, rather than having them continue doing the job while they are very, very tired. There are fucking there are fucking signs on the side of the road here in Utah that say drowsy driving is like drunk driving. Yeah. You're not at your best. Don't fucking drive drowsy. Don't but I guess you can drowsy. control air traffic if you're drowsy. <laughs> yeah. Why not? They can uh so the worst shift for me was always the 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 turnaround the the, the early morning day shift into the midnight shift. So you'd come in at say 6:30 a.m., mm. work till about 2:30 p.m., have 8 hours off, come back at 10:30 p.m. and then work to 6:30. That's horseshit. It's bad. I hate it. Hated like, it. I've like, done it so, that in a while. That doesn't allow you 
yeah. eight hours of sleep time. No, that's, uh, that's that's literally eight hours from clock out to clock back in. That's fucked up. Totally legit now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, safe. I, I've gone on autopilot as a firefighter. Yeah, just doing stuff, being like, "What the fuck am I doing?" Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Huh. I've been up for thirty hours. Okay, let's just keep doing this then. I guess I don't. I don't feel anything anymore, but I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. I've gone on autopilot as a coder, but, you know, the people's lives aren't in my hands while they're doing that. <laughs> well, usually when it's those long, stretched hours, it's my life in my hands that yeah, can be dangerous. Which is a big deal. It is sometimes. Like, sometimes it's just kind of funny. Well, and your life is what helps save other lives, so. I guess. You just keep paying it forward, man. Yeah. I that's, try. That's I just all fucky. Uh, I want to get to this story that, that we alluded oh, yeah. to earlier uh, about the Texas Republicans. This comes to us from Newsweek. The headline says, Texas Republicans will vote on whether to remove Muslim American from GOP position because of his religion. Like I said, wrong R. This from the party who says that they worship the Constitution, which says that there shall be no, no test. Yeah, no religious test. No religious test to hold office. Yep. Well, they're in Texas, right? Uh-huh. Uh, so Texas never ratified in that. So they're going to ha they're going to prompt a, uh, uh, constitutional, uh, judicial crisis crisis. Right. So it'll go to the, it'll go to the Supreme court. The well, story or says that, uh, as the house of representatives welcomes its first two Muslim Congress women, Texas Republicans will vote on Tuesday over whether to remove Tarrant County Republican party vice chair Shahid Shafi. From his seat because he identifies as a Muslim American. The vote comes after some members of the county party put forth a motion to remove Shafi, a Republican trauma surgeon and South Lake City councilman from his position due to his Islamic beliefs. Dory O'Brien, a precinct chair, expressed fear that Shafi would uphold Islamic law over the U.S. Constitution and that he might be related, quote, to Islamic terror groups. Okay, so I, I got it. Since we we're just talking about this, I got to bring it in. Uh, it is in Texas's own constitution. Article 1, Section 4, the, the Texas Constitution states, no, re no religious test shall ever be required as qualification to any office or public trust in the state, nor shall anyone be excluded from holy office on account of his religious sentiments, provided he acknowledges the existence of a supreme being. Oh, Jesus. Really? That you have so, to okay, acknowledge? So, yeah, so it does right, exclude so atheists. It's, it's no atheists. It's no, it's I, no I, atheists I knew that, are excluded. I knew that Texas had a particular thing. What if What if, What if? if I think that uh, Christopher Hitchens was a supreme being to Good, myself? Good, you got one. To myself. Like, so better better than I am. Like, a much yeah. better orator. It just said that you must acknowledge speaker. a supreme being. Mm. Jesus Christ. Well, that would be a... Oh, yeah. So that's not even a, a better than being. That's a supreme being. being. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, we don't think he's suitable as a practicing Muslim to be vice chair because he'd be the representative for all Republicans in Tarrant County and not all Republicans in Tarrant County think Islam is safe or acceptable in the U.S. in Tarrant County and in the TCGOP, O'Brien wrote on Facebook. There are big questions surrounding exactly where Dr. Shafi's loyalties lie vis-a-vis -vis Democrat and Republican policies. <laughs> <laughs> another, another precinct you chair. Ain't, you can't be a Republican, not with that religion. <laughs> another precinct chair, James Scott Trim, wrote that he would vote against Shafi, quote, 
because I don't believe he shares the ideology of our party platform. Shafi wants to be vice chair because he doesn't believe ideology matters. Exclamation point, end quote. And they believe only Jeebus. A number of prominent Texas Republicans have spoken out in support of Shafi, including Governor Greg Abbott, quote, Religious freedom is at the core of who we are as a nation and state, and attacks on Dr. Shafi because of his faith are contrary to this guiding principle, he wrote in a statement. Tarrant County Republican Party Chairman Darrell Easton told Newsweek that tomorrow's vote is still up in the air. Quote, it's who shows up tomorrow, he said. It's a guess. It's not a mandatory meeting, and so many people won't show up. We only have a 25% quorum. <laughs> There are 270 precinct chairs in the county. Each chair has one vote. Easton, who appointed Shafi, said he'd like to see him stay in his current position and that such calls for his resignation reflect poorly on the Republican Party. I proposed a rule change to incorporate the Republican Party of Texas rules which prohibit discrimination. It did not pass, (laughs) he said. Shafi, who told Newsweek he didn't want to comment until after the vote, explained to the Washington Post, that he's used to being discriminated against because of his faith. This is, unfortunately, not the first time that people or my political opponents have tried to use my religion against me to distract the voters, he said, and unfortunately, I don't think it will be the last either. Texas Republican officials like Senator Ted Cruz, Uh, who is growing a sporting beard these days, Land Commissioner George P. Bush and former House Speaker Joe Strauss have publicly supported Shafi and condemned efforts to remove him because of his religious views. Still, Council on American-Islamic Relations, CARE, Communications Director Ibrahim Hooper told Newsweek this week that that (laughs) this sort of discrimination is representative of what's going on with the right wing. The majority of anti-Muslim rhetoric and policy proposals are, quote, coming from the right, he said. We've seen an unfortunate spike in anti-Muslim rhetoric and incidents in the Trump era because he enables people, said Hooper. At some point, the Republicans have to police their own ranks. Will they be okay with somebody being ejected from their party solely on the basis of faith? If they're okay with that, it says something about them. It's un-American and it's unjust. Shafi has rejected the support of CARE, a Muslim civil rights and advocacy group. Hmm. Because CARE has done some heinous stuff in the past. And anything that says... Islamic in it, everyone, and well, not everyone. All the Republicans run in fear, like they're ah, planes, planes. Oh my God, they're gonna impose Sharia law here in Texas. That's gonna go over like a wet fart. <laughs> we need to to put the Bible back in schools, not Sharia law. That dog won't hunt. I tell you what, boy. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah. No, see, the, I mean, and this is a, an instance of the right eating itself, which I'm delighted to see. I just hate when the left eat it, eats itself, especially because when it's over of our such, tribalism. Especially when it's over, <laughs> you know. A lot of the time, I see such trivial, fucking little, so little things that people are arguing about, and it's like we agree on most everything. It's you know we're arguing about the more finer, we're arguing about the finer points of this particular thing that we're discussing, and all of a sudden, I'm a Nazi. Yeah. I got in an argument earlier today on Facebook but with with a guy who think of how how normal it is though because earlier like I know we are on the same voting block yeah uh, and earlier you were getting really I, I upset, blame that trying, on me. trying to understand what it was that I was saying 
I blame and, it on and, me. And I we, think we I have a history of, of thinking the same things. <laughs> so you you were just ready to pounce. I'm like whoa! <laughs> I, I blame it on me. I'll I'll take responsibility. I, I think maybe I wasn't understanding what you were trying. Which is to, fair. What you were which is is fair that it, 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 that you didn't understand me. It's just funny that like, dude, I'm on your team and you were <laughs> like your hackles were up. Yeah, clearly I didn't understand what you're trying to say. Uh... If someone said we're banning religion, I'd march to not have it banned because it's your right to believe what you want mm. um, and it's your right to be wrong mm. and I'll fight for that right. Hi, this is Regina Tippetts. I'm a licensed professional counselor. You can find me at Secular Therapy Project or rctcounseling.com and you're listening to The Godless Revolution. Rejoining The Godless Revolution podcast now. No, I got into an argument earlier today with a guy on Facebook in the Utah Atheists Facebook group because this this guy is a, a Green Party uh, uh, progressive person here in the state of Utah and on and his his the the banner image for his Facebook profile apparently he has two of them that I'm blocked on both of his <laughs> Facebook profiles now uh, is course. is a picture of him sitting next to Jill Stein and they're both smiling and and you know rubbing rubbing elbows but. Like, I, I, he, he, I can't even, I can't even remember what the fuck he said initially. Oh, it was, it was something about how. Anti-vax? No, he, about how he was so disappointed in Obama because he was, you know, he continued bombing people. And, and, uh, even though he said that he wanted his administration to be transparent, he, uh, you know, wanted to prosecute people like Edward Snowden and Chelsea Manning. And well, he did pardon Manning. Yeah. Well, but, but that he had done all of these things that, you know, were not what he had set out to be or had, had, uh, put himself out to be and, and, and was purported to be this, this great leader who had done all these horrible things and blah, blah, blah. Well, that's a fair gripe. What was their point? Yeah. I honestly, I don't remember. And if I, if I weren't blocked, I would go back and read the comments. <laughs> but, but that's <laughs> the, the things that you were saying were things that could be. They're, they're arguably they're, like, they're legitimate, they're legitimate, yeah, criticisms. They're legitimate criticisms, but it, but it went on to, and I can't on, honestly, I can't remember exactly what else he said, but I just, so, so I went and looked at his profile and I saw that he, you know, his banner picture is this picture of him sitting with Jill Stein. And I just commented initially and said, Jill Stein would have protected us from GMOs and Wi-Fi. <laughs> 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 and, he, and he came back, he came back with some snarky remark. And then he, you know, and a couple other people started commenting and he, he made some shitty, like shitty fucking commenting replies to people yeah. like as uncharitable as you can possibly be. And then it was like, well, I'm, I, I ran for local, you know, I ran for a political seat here. What are you doing? Nothing but trying to tear things down. And then like, he was just shitting all over people. And I was, and, and he's like, and you know, and people are doing the, and we need a more, we need something other than this two party solution. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, well, with these glowing comments that you're making, you know, such as yeah. this and this, like, I just quoted directly what he said. And I said, with with glowing comments like this, I'm sure you're going to build your coalition in no time. Dude, that is exactly why I stopped <laughs> running for things. As as you get you get like you have these aspirations, like I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do something. I'm gonna change the world. And you know, I think uh, people aren't ready for what he's what that guy's bringing to the table. 
I don't think. Well, it was just like I I ran as a as a third party candidate and blah blah blah, and, and everybody else is just oh that was that was his big thing. He he mentioned that everybody else are just capitalist bootlickers. That you know, as as if we keep licking their boots long enough, maybe we too can can achieve whatever. And I was just like, I I and the, you know, and so I made that initial comment, and then I saw that you know a bunch of people were arguing with him back and forth, and then I just pulled direct quotes from him and said mm -hmm. you know oh well you're you're hoping to do this and then you say things like this like i'm sure your yeah. coalition is going to well coalesce any so moment now the, and he fucking blocked the, me the person like that that i think what what they're missing is they think that uh there's a proven better way mm -hmm. and up to this point as shitty as uh, the things that United States of America has done and will do in the future, to date, this is as good as we have as humans have done. Mm -hmm. Like, well, there's always any room any for asshole who right? thinks that they know what the next best thing to do is and that's going to change the world. So this Green Party fella, he 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 does not understand that capitalism in a modified and in a, a controlled capitalism to some degree we haven't figured out what degree <laughs> a controlled capitalism is the best thing we've done for humanity to get along period and to say otherwise you are not looking at reality you're not living here sounds say, like western chauvinism we gotta we gotta do something else like, no we have fewer murders than we've ever had we have more educated well, sure, people yeah, than we've ever had better all the time things yeah. are this is the best we've ever done ever we're yeah. doing the best right now slow your roll let's just take a deep breath and say okay yeah we could maybe improve in some places and let's let's slowly do that yeah. Yeah. Let's I, try real hard. You'll get no argument for me there. The things have been improving steadily and, and increasingly. I, but again, there's always room for improvement. We can always do something better. There's always, no, I, I, I welcome it's, it's, ideas on how to improve the left things. who won't accept that this is great. Like we're doing great. Yeah. Well, well, a lot of people are doing great. There are still some people who are no, not at all. You're, you're right. You're right. There are a lot of people who have had bad circumstances. Fewer now, though. Sure, for sure, yeah. Well, I, 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 but that doesn't. But that doesn't mean that we should sit, no, rest on our laurels not, and say, "Well, this is the greatest we've resting, ever done." Not and, resting, but yeah. not trying to do drastic things to change the direction. If if a slow incremental change might be the only change that we can see in the positive direction, I think any, it's the only political change we're ever going to see. Yeah. Any major shift is not guaranteed to give us the thing that we think we want. Well, and I think I think any 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 aspirations of this sweeping change that is going to come in and be this progressive manna from heaven are are delusional fantasies really not at I mean, all yeah, sure, I mean, absolutely. sure it would be great but it's not going to happen because you, the rest of the country isn't behind you on those things it's not yet. just the rest it's of the country it's going to i mean that's the whole that's the whole bit about you know, leading a nation of 350 million people is that you don't have everybody behind you and you have to represent everybody in when, order to get elected into those offices so, and hold those seats of power. And so you have to make those changes incrementally. Otherwise, you're going to lose the people who voted for you in the first place or you're going to drive enough people away from you that they will actively work against you making those positive changes. And they have to be slow and incremental. Otherwise, you're just never going to accomplish anything. Yeah, you're absolutely right.
you're absolutely right. And and well, I, th- I think, <laughs> uh, well, you're, you're, uh, in that I, I agree with you and we're either right or wrong together. Yeah. Um, I, it, it's, it's interesting. The left and uh, I'm more and more not happy being called on the left. I, I've always liked the idea of I like center. I like state stability. I like so I vote left for my whole life. Uh, but I'm not a registered Democrat. Um, I just don't buy some of the, some of the tactics. Like, we're, they don't, like, so name me a Republican vegan. It's, I, it's, it's just not a thing, right? Okay. So I'm sure there's, loads. so yeah. I would say a vegan is the height of hubris. Like, uh, what, yeah, humane treatment of mm. animals is important to most people. Uh, if they had the, the, the decision to harm an animal or not harm an animal, in any given moment, they're likely to not harm an animal if it's their choice. That being said, it's just not life. It's just not the way it works. It's just, and it's not the way that 99% of the world works today, nor nearly 100% of the planet has ever worked. And, for you to think that veganism is the only way and it's the only thing and it's so popular that 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 not only are there vegan restaurants that that, that people are catering to vegan it's such a left problem that's not a problem it's it's and, and the fact that they there's such this vegan culture that looks down it's super weird and and <laughs> well and i don't think it ought to happen <laughs> i i i I'm all for the better and equal treatment of animals. Because, Absolutely. Because when a pig is killed cleanly, my bacon tastes better. <laughs> <laughs> no, so uh, so one of the things, um, if, if you look at behavioral uh, psychology, uh, and I, I'm, I'm absolutely no expert. I, I get all of my facts from, uh, I don't know, like uh I'm going to interrupt Sapolsky. you. I'm going to interrupt you real quick here to just okay. to say that I, 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 I eat meat. Fine, great, whatever. Maybe not great in the light, in the eyes of a lot of vegetarians and vegans. What bothers me though is that I can agree with them on so many other things, and we can be progressive liberals together. But because I eat meat, you're a monster. I'm a monster. I'm yeah. I'm right. I'm a demon. I'm the devil. I'm just as bad as any Republican out there who <laughs> wants to throw gays to yes. the Russians and put yes, them in gulags. Exactly. And that's, exactly. That's why yeah. I say I, I I hate seeing the left eat itself. The world like, is not caught up to like, that yet. Like if you're a vegan and vegetarian, you shouldn't want to eat your fellow human beings. You don't want to eat your members on the left. You want to help support them. And you can have little disagreements about things like this and you can work on ways to improve things. You can, you can try to convince people to cut down on their dietary intake of, of meat and everything and to supplement it with yeah. other things. But to, to demand that instantly everybody right now stop doing this, like yeah. that's not how change really yeah. happens. Well, a vegan is just insisting that they are right despite evidence to the contrary. Well, <laughs> I'm a carnivore because I don't like hearing the screams and the cries of carrots and cabbage as you rip their roots from the ground and you <laughs> take them from their mothers. I'm like, you've seen baby carrots. Oh, That's yeah. a motherless carrot right there. That's a, there's a carrot out there without its kids and baby carrots. Aww. I can't stand to see this. So I will not eat vegetables. Poor little baby carrot. Yeah. There, there's an interesting uh, theory and I don't know if Robert Sapolsky put it forward or, or if somebody else did or. 
if it's as old as anything. But uh, the idea that humans and plants and humans and animals have all kind of evolved together. So um, the sheep that have wool, uh, they have that wool no matter what. We, we, we need to shave it. So why don't we keep the wool? Um, and to say that because 8,000 years after that animal was bred into existence, you know better. Uh, let's just let them like, I guess we got to kill them all now because if, if you don't trim their wool, they'll get all nasty and die. So yeah. if we don't kill them, they'll die. That's that exactly. Is that, is that, I saw there's a sign outside on Salt Lake freeway it says, don't, uh, I'm I'm an animal, not a sweater. Don't like uh, dress vegan. And I'm like, we don't that, that we don't kill, kill the, the sheep. sheep. We that the reason they live, we feed them. The the reason that wolves aren't eating them is because we keep them safe it's to like, shear them. For we their work wool, for them; yeah. they work for us. It yeah. that is the way that life works and has worked on this planet since day one. Well, yeah. if they're against people wearing wool, sheep's fur. Um, they must also be against people that donate their hair to members of our society that have cancer because oh, no. they're, you know, they're wearing, they're wearing human hair on their head that was, that was taken from someone they had to kill. They had to kill that human to get that hair off their head and put it on that person <laughs> with cancer. <laughs> I think it's just a fundamental misunderstanding. I think, I think people are, are, are much more likely to try to call somebody out to gain social points for, for themselves or than to tribe. try to be charitable in, in viewing comments from anybody else there there was a instance recently on my facebook timeline where this guy came in and started making several shitty comments about me being a federal employee and working for free and that i'm working for the devil and <laughs> so i kind of deserve what i get was the bottom line basically and it's right, like so he's just crazy and well i was you know i it, rather than just saying fuck you you motherfucking asshole i was like was that just a really shitty attempt to Terrible humor. I would have just because said, clearly like, you're crazy, man. <laughs> that's like, that's not a thing that you should say to somebody who's in a difficult situation. Like, I don't know. I, I think, I think people are just way too quick to not recognize each other as flawed individuals who, you know, we, we have communication issues. We, we try, we're all trying to do the best that we can. Right. And even people who are Republicans and have horrible ideas about terrible policies that they want to enact it's like on on the show we all play this part of okay well yeah they're they're the other and and we do this thing mm -hmm. even on this show right where we say oh they're the other they're the bad people they're they're doing these horrible things but even those people who are doing what we view as these horrible things in their own mind they think they're doing the right thing right yeah. they're mm -hmm. they're trying to do what they think is best they're just wrong about it absolutely and if there were a way that we could speak to those people individually and locally, personally, and say, I think you're probably a good person, but the things you're doing are actively harming your fellow human beings, maybe there would be a way to try to get through to them, but we can't. It's 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 almost impossible to get through to some of these people. And I initially, like, when I, when I interact with people online who have these opposing views who have these terrible, in my opinion, views of what they want to see enacted as policy. Initially, I try to say, look, you're saying this. Do you recognize that this could cause harm here, 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 and here? And the second that I, that I get 
feedback from that other person that says, yeah, but I don't fucking care because I don't care about those people. Well, then, then, then it's, you know, Katie bar the door, all, all holds are like, then I don't fucking care because you obviously don't have any humanistic, compassionate tendencies in you to care enough about other people that I should bother caring, uh, caring one fuck about what you think about anything. And I will let you know that. But I initially start with trying to be charitable in my views of what they're commenting and try to see them as basic, flawed human beings who just may not understand all of the nuances, who don't have all of the information, who may be ignorant about a few facts. But when they say actively, I don't give a fuck about those other people, well, then I don't give a fuck about Sure, them. sure. But how long did it take you to um, – how many internet arguments did it take before you realized – Hey, maybe I should do this a different way. A lot. So <laughs> years. It's going to take a while for everybody to get to that point. Yeah. And different le le levels of access, different oh, levels I've, of interaction. Oh, I've been a giant fucking asshole. So, so have I. Yeah. And that's the thing. Yeah. Um, that whole thing about um, they think they're doing the right thing and they're just wrong. Well, mm. you know, raise your hand. You've been that guy. Oh, I've, absolutely. I've been that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's – it's just a different levels of uh growth i think it's i think it's being well, i think it's being self aware that you're not always right right and there's always room for improvement you can always learn something different or new so i, I think you can always in, yeah. you, sh you should always be trying to incorporate other additional information that's why when that fucking asshole sent us the email about the 5g oh, and yeah, its harms yeah. and whatever so, i spent hours and hours and hours thinking that, well, shit, perhaps I'm wrong about this. I should find out and make sure whether what I currently believe is actually true and yeah. accurate. I had gotten into an argument with a guy yesterday on Facebook, and I used one of your lines. Oh, yeah? What line was that? Well, the guy was arguing about the fact that Utah gives tax breaks to the to film industry mm -hmm. for people to come from other states and film here in Utah. And it's like an eight, I think it's like $8 million dollars total for all the films that come here to Utah that are given out. It's just in a pod and as, and, as they come in, they get, they get tax credits. Yeah. Yeah. Once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, that's, that's bullshit. It's just a little man that's going to have to take and pick up the money and pay this tab and all that kind of stuff. And I said, no, not at all. Because it's not a, a Utah company they're giving this to. These are people coming from out of state. They're going to come here and film and then they're going to leave. They're not. It, they're going to fuck off out of here. Yeah. They're going to fuck off out of here. And I, he's like, yeah, but then see. We can so, either take some of their money or none of it. Or that's yeah. what I said. I said yeah. either either we can get part of something or we can get nothing. Yeah. And he kept going, yeah, but we still got to pay for us. And I, I go to him. I said, look, here's 2017. Those people that were attracted by the credit we were giving employed 4,700 people in the state of Utah and brought in $220 million in revenue. For the $8 million. For the $8 million dollars that, we, that we gave yeah. them in tax credits. Yeah. Would you rather have the 4,700 people employed and the 20, uh, $220 million in revenue or nothing? And you didn't get back to me. Well, and that's that. just it is, is the people look at, at one part of the argument, right? They're, they're not looking at the whole argument. They're, they don't have a holistic well, view yeah. of the full. So they, they look at it as a handout. This is the fundamental thing. Yeah. How long were you on the internet and arguing on whatever forum in whatever venue, be it the atheist, fa you know, Facebook, this, that, and the other, how long before you actually go and read 
uh, you know, uh, about uh, logical fallacies and, you know, the straw man and like debate tactics and that. Like, when did that happen? How long between first argument on the Internet and then oh, that? it was a good three or four years. Easily. Okay. So, easily. <laughs> OK, so some people are going to take longer to get to that. Sure. Yeah. Or maybe they just, you know, so I remember when the smartphone came out in or the, you know, the. As we know, iPhone, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I, the solid screen touch. Yeah. No buttons. Um, you know, what was that, 2010 or so? I didn't get a, I didn't get one like Ish. that for maybe until 2012. Yeah. And I got a secondhand Galaxy, Samsung Galaxy. And, uh, so there's some gap between when every, like, I, I had money. I, I opted not to buy it until then. You know, there are people who didn't get a phone because they couldn't afford one until, you know, just recently. Mm. They're just going through that same shitty online phase as you did. <laughs> yeah. That's all they're doing. Yeah. Fuck you, man. You don't know me. You know, and, and, and I know I stoked arguments just to get a rise out of people. And I know I played devil's advocate when I was it was beside the point. You know, I. I just did that. And then at some point I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't think I'm arguing fairly or from a place of honor. Yeah. <laughs> and then I figured out, oh, maybe I should, you know, follow some protocol. And, and, and you know, and, and it was and for, it's a behavioral thing that takes yeah. a while. And it's an entire country of way like crazy different socioeconomic status and upbringing and everything. So their their learning rates of how to interact online Versus what they do in person versus how, well, fuck, somebody gets online in the South and they finally learn some stereotypes about themselves that they hadn't heard before. Or they learn they didn't win the war. They're not happy. <laughs> well, and until until they got that fucking smartphone, they didn't have the Internet and they might not have known that they didn't win the fucking war. It's not it's, as sad as that sounds. It's I'm not, sure there are people out there. It's who, not far yeah. off. Yeah. Well, that's why we, we played the clip here of. Probably Mississippi's flag was like when I was, I don't know if they changed it ever, but it's still the fucking Confederate yeah. flag. Yeah. Well, that's what they well, had a portion of it. Yeah. They had no, that the whole thing. <laughs> Mississippi was the whole thing. Well, it, it wasn't just the stars and bars. It was like the, a, a portion of it was that, right? I was thinking it was the whole one. Maybe or was it the white with the stars and the bars in the corner? So Mississippi, like the, the Jefferson Douglas's house or Jefferson Davis's house was right outside the military base. Yeah. So okay, it wasn't yeah, the whole it's thing. Not the yeah, whole it was, thing. It was right. where the, it was where the stars but are. It's, the, but it's right flag. there. Yeah. But yeah. it's, it's a third of the flag. Yeah. There, there was that guy that I can't remember if we saw it on vice or this is a news show that were visiting that guy at his house and he had all the Confederate flags outside of this whole, it was like Christmas for a Confederate soldier. <laughs> so these guys but, who have poor school systems and no money, when do you think they got on the Internet? Yesterday. When, when do you think they started learning facts about the – it is a hard understanding to, to to go from a point of I've been lied to. Yeah. Well – it's a hard place to start from. The Confederate House guys was still believed the lie because when the news – when the lady asked him said, so you do know that the Confederates lost the Civil War, and his face just goes, huh? <laughs> Wait, I don't think you speaking nah. straight to me. Right like I don't, now, I don't think, woman. I don't think you're right, <laughs> news lady person. I don't yeah. think that you tell me the truth right now. All right, well, we're we're over time for the show this evening. Hope you all have enjoyed it. Uh, 
and this is this has been fun. I, I like arguing with people <laughs> when, when we largely agree. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's nice to have disagreements, you know, with with people that I can spend some time trying to work out the issues with them. And and I was going to say earlier that you know, back in the day when I was more antagonistic online and I was much more of an asshole, some of the things that really were were educational for me was trying to hold arguments with people and then having them just say, you know what, fuck it, you're not worth my time to try to explain this to you. And they would just disappear. They would block me. They would do whatever. And it's like, well, fuck, I, I, I was, I was trying to make a point here and I, I thought I was maybe getting through and, and doing the, but then re- that realization of, oh, they've just decided I'm not worth their fucking time to even deal with anymore. Yeah. And, and, and so I get that. And, and there are, a bunch of people out there i'm sure that you know for one reason for one reason or another think i'm a giant asshole and i I can't fault them for that because i was a giant asshole online but it was a learning process and i think that i I, or at least i like to think that i have grown and have matured from from that point in time that's that's the difference you know you get to yeah you and many people regardless of, of uh where they come from uh, when they finally do recognize, oh, I have been doing it wrong, they try to do better. Yeah. And and there are some people but, who don't, who are but, just like, yeah. <laughs> but uh, maybe they never get to that point. So l- yeah. look at Donald Trump. Okay, so this guy, this is a guy who's had every advantage ever, and he's done the wrong thing most of the time, and it's always worked, or usually worked, or usually event ends up working. He's always landed on his head. There's no, he was born with a silver spoon up his ass. There's no reason for him to think that he's wrong. There's no reason for him to cave. Yeah. There's no reason for him to think that I'm the asshole here. Yeah. Every single fucking thing that's happened to him throughout his entire life, he's been. Uh, a showboat and a braggart and a and a bullshit guy and it got him to the top. What makes anybody think that he's going to change? What motivation would he have to change? He, logically, um, everything in his life led him to be president of the United fucking States of America. Logically, it it, make, it does not make sense for him to change tact. Yeah, it it, it would make no sense. He's like. Are you kidding me? I'm the fucking president, and I'm, I got this far on my I'm wit. King of and, the world right now. And like, he what? wrote the book, <laughs> Art of the Deal. Yeah, Come right? on, <laughs> it, it nothing for him. It it doesn't seem like there's any reason for him to change. So if the public doesn't change for him, uh, you know. Uh, yeah, they, well, that, that's it, just it. Is, things is will be very, will to, things will be very interesting in the next few years. Yeah, it's just that people will have to mature and grow beyond that that mentality. And and I think what what I find ultimately disturbing about the entire situation is that the world that I believe existed prior to him holding office isn't at all what is actually happening. Like yeah. him being elected president has exposed the rot within the United States. It's brought all of the cockroaches out of the woodwork into the light. They don't care that you flip the light switch on anymore because they have a they have the king cockroach yeah. who's going to tell you to fuck off. I th- <laughs> um yeah, no, I think I think I think you're not right, but you're not wrong. <laughs> um, it's it's uh that that's one where it's a, it takes a personal touch to 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 say how you feel about it, you know. It's a, yeah. 
He's, I think that, um, I first, get lo- closer to that I thing. first lost, um, <laughs> you know, faith in, uh, history books. And, I thought and, you were going to say humanity. And, <laughs> uh, kind of, I mean, th- th- there's an element to that, yeah. but I joined the military soon after high school. Um, and then, uh, so spent four years there uh, during which time we did go to Iraq and I went along, uh, came home and, and no real trauma associated with like war stuff there. Um, but you know, we, we were aware that our presence wasn't like great. Uh, and by then there were like, I wasn't there until 2006. So there were holes to the story. Um, you know, there still hadn't been weapons of mass destruction, you know, and so we're still seeing, I'm seeing, I'm seeing a daily, um, negative effect of us being there. We'll just say, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, for no reason, no good reason, no reason that you'd like to put your life on the line for. Mm-hmm. And, and I got out of that and that, that sucked and it was just hard to take, but that was a whole administration. That was everybody associated with Bush to me was poison and the worst. And, um, and then, uh, Obama came around and I worked for the government. And so you see in that rot that has been there forever. Like, it's just like, how old are you when you find the rot? When you find out that the, the thing, the shining city on a hill, uh, <laughs> or be whatever it was, uh, is, is basically just somebody threw on some lead paint to cover up the shitty holes. Yeah. And, and what, how old are you when you find that out? And what effect is it going to have on you? And are you at an age where you can cut and run? Or do you need to go down with the ship? <laughs> and it's about the age you realize magic isn't real. <sighs> well, so that's another thing. I, 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 I kind of self-coined a theory called the last Santa. <laughs> um, so, like, um, I think for the rational human... Their last Santa is God. Is the last thing that they believed in as a child that as an adult, it just, you can't do it. Yeah. And, and so anytime there's like a something that, uh, somebody found out later in life, I'm like, oh, that was their last Santa. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I think we might yeah. title the, the episode the, the last, last Santa. Santa. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much for coming right. in tonight, Kevin. Thank you. Always a pleasure to have you around, man. Uh, Let's see what we've got coming up here in the next little while. I can't even think of it. Oh, we're going to have Tiffany Hudson, yeah. president of Atheists of Utah, on here in the near future. Uh, I will be speaking at an Atheist of Utah event in February, I believe. Oh. Be delivering a talk. And I forgot to put the link to Megan's site in the last episode Jesus, because I had some Louise technical Dreyfus. difficulties. That re- that resulted in me releasing the episode way, way, way later than I oh. wanted to. Uh, I was related to having to get a new PC because my old one basically shit the bed and then getting the settings and everything. And I, I, dude, I had spent like six fucking hours editing that show and went to save it. And in the meantime, while I'm editing it, I'm moving files around and everything. And did you then move went the to, root files? I, yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't delete them, <laughs> but I moved them. And so they just disappeared from the interface. Yeah. And, and so I was fucked and I had to, I had to go through the whole fucking thing again and, and redo it. And in the meantime, we had family birthday parties and, and it was just, yeah. So my bad. I, I was trying to do too many things. I was spinning too many plates. 
and and couldn't keep them all up in the air at the same time. One of them came crashing down, and that happened to be the, the last <laughs> episode. So hopefully this one will get out to everybody much sooner. Um, yeah, lots of fun stuff planned in the future. But until then, I want to make sure that we thank our Patreon supporters. And you know what that means? That would be... Uh, uh, I think, uh, you should start, Ryan. Alan Firth. New Mania. Wonder who that is. Uh, Christy Kalbach. Gaytheist. Larry Wilson. Steven Andrus. Let them eat Kofefi. Two Skeptical Chaps. Michelle Short. Vanessa. Freethinker215. Captain Samples. Did I fuck up the order? Yeah, you did. I do that all the <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah, you sorry. did. Utah Outcasts. Janet Euler. Marius Kot Budrakowski, Wesley Aaron, Andrew Vodapich, Angelica Pearson, <laughs> Jeremy Goodson, Brandy Hammock. <laughs> there's Hammock. an R. Yeah, there there's an R in that one. Sorry. <laughs> Megan Kennedy. The Fuzz. Jeff Peterson. Jesse Pointer. Savita Kuna. The Purple Dragon. And Taylor Grin, whose who's, uh, message to me earlier actually had me laughing out loud. <laughs> It was very funny. Maybe I'll post that in the Godless Revolution Facebook community you where you all can go out there uh, and join the Facebook community. Send us emails at godlessrevolution at gmail.com. You can call us and leave us a message at 33081rebel. You can tweet at us at TGR Podcast. Uh, find us all over the place yeah. and, and let us know what you think about the show, what we can improve, what you would like to hear in the future. But until next week. Crucify Mitch McConnell. Leave a review and get your gun. Rate the show five times a day towards the last Santa. Rate the show five times a day towards the last Santa. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> I, I I was gonna fill in the, the last bit, but thank you very much. That was that was very good. He obviously listens. <laughs>